Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, you have heard the best. You've heard the greatest. They're currently offline because it's an issue of iTunes, something about a hack. So here it is, ladies and gentlemen, for your ears only, WrestleCast Radio. EWI sucks. How It is the one fall or two curfew. I'm going to make this a tag team match. And I'm going to show every single one of you that there's only one boss in the WWE, and that's me. Does this look soft to you? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. There's one part of our bodies that's soft, and it ain't soft all the time if you catch my meaning. Ric Flair! New York City, Ric Flair! You're gonna find out what hard is all about! Hey, Machine Gun! Huh? What's my impression of Okada? We hate Okada! Screw Okada! Los Ingobernables! This is WrestleCast Radio with your host, Ryan Cook. Kevin Matthews, you suck ass. <laughs> you might be one of the worst wrestlers I've ever watched in my life. What are we going to start? Is that me and No, that's, that's, uh, that's uh, Kevin Kelly. And Alex Mel. Uh, this whole thing, if, if it's him and Cass attacking each other, I'm going to be, I, I might stop watching him forever. <laughs> She's not married to anyone in the fact I think she's uh she's probably gonna be the one lost at sea. Oh gotcha, gotcha. I don't think she's I don't know, I don't know if she's gonna ladies and gentlemen we're watching uh take over here. Apologize as we came in a shorter intro than normal. Oh, I love this finish. Love this finish. Uh kudos in case if you guys didn't recognize the voice one more time. Botchamania's own Matthew Give Ladies and gentlemen You have heard the best I forgot I was <laughs> should have oh. told you I was playing. Oh. <laughs> I, I totally didn't think about that. So we were using the phone to hear because we're in the same room. The speakers aren't playing the sound, so we can't hear anything. And I didn't think to tell you <laughs> that I was playing the clip. Anyway, you guys get the point. Okay, continue, continue. No, that that when we were uh, live at uh, at Starcast uh, weekend, we uh, which we finally uh, got the interview as well with the Matthew uh, from Botchamania. But uh, yeah, if you want to uh, play that wonderful clip, so then our audience can uh, know. Everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, you have heard the best. You've heard the greatest. They're currently offline because it's an issue of iTunes, something about a hack. So here it is, ladies and gentlemen, for your ears only, WrestleCast Radio. EWI sucks. To the end there, a little uh, shot. How you just, was, was he taking a shot at Demetrius? Um, possibly. I mean, we did, as as you will hear once uh, Ryan uploads the uh, the lost interviews. Uh, <laughs> the uh, from Starcast there. Um, yeah, no, I I'm, I'm pretty sure just because we alluded to uh, one Daredevil Derek Fury, uh, who uh, is a Russell Cast radio favorite. Um, you know, kind of his 
fame, if you will, in the Botchamania <laughs> department. In the lore of the Botchamania. There was also a Tommy Octane was on Botchamania, uh, representing the EWI as oh, well. Oh, nice, nice. Shout out to uh, Tommy Octane. Really nice guy. Really we, should, nice guy. we should show him uh, what we were watching the other day. <laughs> what was that? Uh, the the diamond championship. Like oh my gosh! Ace versus Mercer and uh, and they they fought on like a. a... We got a I great. Don't even show. know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that tried to that tried to talk uh, Shout out! We'll blame TJ. Leonard Literacy was the one who showed us these things. That's all. We <laughs> got beef taking Leonard. Uh, we are rewatching Takeover in the background right now. We are finally, finally, ladies and gentlemen, going to cover DDT. Peter Pan 2018. What? <laughs> it, we know it's been uh, five weeks, but hey, it's it's finally fair. Three weeks for the show. I mean, true. I mean, about that, yeah. So I mean, I mean, it was a nine hour. It was like watching the Lord of the Rings extended cut, <laughs> but with more zaniness. Let's yeah, just zaniness say. is uh, zaniness is one a thing. A lot of head scratching. A lot of calls to Ryan during the show. I'm like, what are you having me watch, dude? <laughs> I got a family. I got movies. I'm. What, what are you having me watch? I got Johnny Gargano's fantastic turn to manifest all my uh, my watching powers. But uh, yes, finally, Peter Pan 2018 uh, coming at you. Uh, do you so uh, obviously we kind of alluded to also NXT Takeover War Games and Survivor Series are getting covered. We got the three shows. We got a couple hours to see what we can do. Alex. In the nature of everything that transpired <laughs> over the last 10 minutes, what do you want to open with tonight? Man. <laughs> there's there's the this. Sophie's <laughs> Choice. <laughs> well, I mean, if you guys, I mean, of course, you know, the followers of the show knows um, my idiosyncrasies, if you will. Like, Is that the thing that my phone speaker is you were just talking about? <laughs> Oh, that's Bixby. Oh, um, Dempster but... Squirrel. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> that's really good. Dempster Squirrel. That's a shirt, which also go to uh, strongstopmedia.com. Check out the new WrestleCast radio bracelets, which are awesome purple and gold, and, of course, the awesome black and grayish white. But, anywho, um, we, uh, I, I think, let's... I'm going to swerve you, Ryan. I, I think we're going to talk DDT first. Oh, we're going to it first. Let we're me, going DDT first. Let me put my, uh, my long... Just because, uh, to bring it a little into context there, ladies and germs, um, reason why is because I said before the show, wouldn't it just be an Alex <laughs> thing to do where I finally did watch it, but we just push it to the end of the show, but we run out of time, <laughs> so we don't talk DDT ever. Kind of like our mid-year awards, which happened two-thirds into the year. <laughs> But we could kind of take both. Uh, we'll, we'll both take a hit for that one. But uh, no, I, I would say the the DDT. I, it's interesting to to talk about. I'm I'm very intrigued in what they have three more events that have happened since then. Yeah. Uh, one that happened uh, this past weekend as well. Yeah, I caught a little bit of this this last weekend show. Um, I also watched the one from the October 28th. It was the week after this. Okay. Awesome, awesome main event. Uh, Daisuke Sasaki and Shuji Ishikawa from All Japan uh, taking on Naomichi Marafuji from NOAA and Kanosuke Takashita. Really, really hot match. Um, and then we also saw Shima. Uh, it was Shima, it was T-Hawk, and I always blank uh, Tian 
Qian Yunnan, I believe is his name, mm-hmm. uh, the the chi- Chinese gentleman from OWE, the one of the monk guys oh, okay. that they moved into Strong Hearts. But yeah, those three uh, won the six man tag titles from uh, Damnation. They beat uh, Tetsuya Endo, Soma Takao, and Mad Pauly. Damnation is a type, by the way, the LIJ of uh, <laughs> DDT, I would say, but just awesome faction. Very cool. Yeah, after you mentioned how cool Daisuke Sasaki was, I watched him come out in the main event, and he's got his shirt or his hoodie zipped up in his hair. I was like, God, he is cool. Black tights. I was like, his dude looks really cool. I didn't even put that together. Um, but that was a really good show, so you know, check that out if you can. But DDT, Peter Pan 2018 oh, man. was a large show. Large indeed. Uh, what would they get about? 6,200 uh, kind of in the audience at, uh, I, I would say, a very infamous uh, infamous arena that I've grown familiarity with. But when was the last, I mean, does DDT usually run in uh, at the hall? I think just bigger shows like this one. Okay. Um, they do a lot of a lot of smaller venues, like uh, a lot of Shinjuku Faiths. Um, you know things like uh, things like Corican, okay, yeah, um, more, more of those those type of venues. Uh, but this, you know, this is a big one, and they, they had to they had to really run it. So I, I was excited for it. Um, I'm just trying to. Uh, I realized my my writing is terrible. Yeah, it's kind of like I don't know if you guys are. are I mean, you get better be Simpson fans or wrestling fans. But the part where uh, Homer writes that note on his hand and the sweat just kind of, uh, like, washes over the, the handwriting on there and just smears it all over. <laughs> kind of what, but I can't talk either because what my curse of is on points. I'm going to go back to the uh, – I'm, I'm going to just essentially pull up the, the results. So six hours, guys. And there really wasn't – like, there were maybe a few promos. So I'm like, oh, maybe I could shave off about an hour with entrances, this and that. Entrances were quick. They went, you know, pretty much like after one match ends, another one begins. So this was a legit probably, what, five and a half hours of wrestling? And it was super no vacancy, by the way. <laughs> Full house. Don't forget that. As the Let's Play Wrestling. Oh, yes. Damnation show of mine. Shout out to Dice Case Saki. Like, snuck in Damnation, which now you can go, hey, I get why you're like, yes, so Damnation. Yes, I do get it now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, oh, do we still got that bell sounder? Oh, I know you were cleaning the house. Let me. Uh, but now, is this? I mean, uh, yeah, we do. Yeah, I'm hitting it right now. Ding. I was <laughs> like, I don't hear anything. <laughs> I had to make it happen. <laughs> um, but but kind of along with this, I mean, the Peter Band 2018. Um, I asked you why is it called that. You're like, I don't know. And you know, which we'll we'll de- we'll delve deeper into it. But is this kind of their WrestleMania? Mm-hmm. Or is this kind of okay? So this what is their I've big seen, show yeah, of the, the year. Last, okay, like for the last year and a half that I've semi followed, um, this is their their big go to. Okay. Um, I, I was trying to remember. Uh, oh yeah, one thing I wanted I was going to tell you. If, if I don't know how their backlog is, but 2014, go back to it. Um, Oh, I, I will never because the navigate through that site. Oh my God, New Japan's a cakewalk in the fire stick. <laughs> if you click, and that's even still atrocious. If, if you click just DDT, uh-huh. it'll get rid of Basara and Tokyo Joshi Pro. Oh, no, yep, yep. And it'll only have the one. 
Um, and another reason, guys, why this review is coming so late is because it took me maybe four days to get from Japanese to English onto the website <laughs> where it was on English and I clicked something which I thought brought me to the next page. No, it brought me back to Japanese on everything. So, uh, again, that is one one of the reasons as well. I want to get you the exact team name of the KOD six-man tag team champions. <laughs> Just because I think you'd... you'd uh... Mark out for it. Um, but they kind of start off the show, too, with um, pretty much, I would say, you know, the norm. You know, they kind of, especially with the big shows, you know, that each company does, of course, then go. comes, you know, the battle role. You know, kind of got to get your, your roster on the show, which I applaud. But I have one question, Ryan. Some of these legitimately characters, are do they wrestle full-time? Some of these guys do. Not all these guys. Um, the the team was, they won the, they won the belts October 12th. Uh, Kanibushi Sasaki is the team name. Oh, nice. Uh, it's the team of Daisuke Sasaki, yep, the guy yep. you like. Uh, Kenny Omega and Konobushi. Whoa. And then Spelts ended up transitioning to uh, Happy Motel, which was Antonio <laughs> Honda, the elbow guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Kanosuke Takashita and Tetsuya Endo. Interesting. So, okay. A little backlog. That could be kind of fun. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, you look at, I mean, I'm going through one, two, Three. There's about three of these guys that I I don't see on a regular. Um, uh, Nobuhiro Shimatami, the nutcase from Damnation. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, the blonde there, dude. Yeah, the one that runs around with the yeah. side. <laughs> he uh, he wins the the time difference battle royal. Uh, gorgeous Matsuno is the final entrant. Uh, he is Was like he's a skinny old dude. Yeah, gorgeous Matsuno. <laughs> <laughs> He does he does a, a Riva Tito Santana style jumping hand chops. Uh he looks like Tito Santana <laughs> of today. The Japanese. Um this was the first thing. I I ha I I I'm I think I'm part robot sometimes. I have emotions. I can convey emotions <laughs> like smiling and happiness and laughter at times. Like legit. This match had me laugh so hard and so long. <laughs> When they brought out, I don't know if it was Giant Baba Sr. or what, when they brought out the oldest man. <laughs> no, not that guy. The the other guy who was like Bombay India guy, but probably not. But he was like 70 years old. Like oh, they show him on screen. Um, uh, uh, I... It's either uh, Gundan Hattori or Yumihito Imanari. I want to say it was Gundan Hattori. <laughs> yeah, but like a Street Fighter yes, character. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I thought Let it was. Let me Google. And I, I, I could not stop laughing. I'm like, you are got to be kidding me. What the hell is going on? And then all of a sudden, a monster Halloween comes out. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you're, you're kidding me. And I stopped the show, and I'm like, Ryan, what the hell do you have me watching right now? And I was like, he's got the oldest man. You know, this is before, uh, of course, um, the gorgeous uh, Matsuno would arrive, where I would legitimately lose my poop in a group um, <laughs> with belly laughter galore. But, um, no, this was, I'm not going to lie, though, as, as obscene as it was, and I don't know if they followed real Battle Royal rules at times, because I was like, where did that one guy go? I didn't see him get overthrown over the top rope. Uh, but it was a, a, a fun opener, <laughs> let alone a a what a, a good icebreaker, if you will, of kind of letting you know what the DDT has in store for you. Uh, uh, Hoshi Tango, 
is the guy you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like the dude from uh, the Seinfeld God, show. Got hair everywhere. got deported. This dude. Yes, it was definitely that guy. <laughs> that picture is from the 60s, by the way. Uh, you hear Imatami, uh, Imanari, he was like the the cowboy kind of look. He had like the leather jacket, the mustache, uh-huh. and like the oh, shorts. Oh, yeah. That's that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then uh, go to uh, go to uh, Ihashi, excuse me. Mm-hmm. He was the the chubbier guy, the one that you're like. He just catfished everyone. Yes, that was about to say. I was, I was looking for the catfish guy. <laughs> yeah, go to uh, Ihashi. Uh, Michael Wolf is a decent young guy, but he's really he's really from what I've seen way too much into his gimmick. Okay. He's got the facial hair, and every time he puts the guy out, he do the whoo and he do the howl. Oh, okay. Uh, as you said, Monster Halloween comes out to get a chainsaw. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then, obviously, we had the self-proclaimed Tiger Mask 5. Tiger Mask 5. Hell of a hell of a performance. I thought, honestly, he was going to win it. <laughs> but, yes, Nova Hiroshima Tommy wins. Uh, gorgeous Matsuno with the cutest uh, front handspring off the rope uh, sit-on-you leg drop. Because it really wasn't a leg <laughs> no, drop. You could stand on him. And uh, Shibatami said, uh-uh, and just rolled him up and then kicked him. Then he shit-cans him and kicks yep. him out of the ring, but he, like, kind of c- quietly goes through the rope and then just jumps off the apron. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Um, interesting match. I I, was, I I didn't give it anything because it was yeah, so I mean, royal, but it was it was entertaining. I was I'm like, what is going on with some of these? Because again, yeah. you're pinning in a rumble, and so I'm already, which is not going to be the first or the last rumble of the evening. I mean, so so rumbles in this company obviously mean a few different things that I've learned from the, from the Peter Pan 2018. I wonder uh, the other one I was thinking of. Yeah, it's going to Ihashi, right? Um, I don't remember who it was. Maybe it, oh no, that's who uh, that was. Uh, Gundan Hitori. He was the one who came out dancing and playing the air like the keyboard. Oh yes, that guy. <laughs> I thought it was Orange Cassidy. I really did for a second because I was like, oh, Orange Cassidy's in the house. And he's doing commentary yeah. instead. The then he gets, he gets thrown out. Yeah, <laughs> that guy was nice. Um, then we get the. Uh, Mina Shirakawa, DDT first participation war. Uh, the to- <laughs> Tokyo Joshi Pro 6 with a tag. Uh, we got Shoko Nakajima, Yuka Takazaki, the Miracleans, mm-hmm. and Mizuki defeating the team of uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro champion Miyu Yamashita, Yuki Kamafuku, and Mina Shirakawa, who made, his, who made her debut here. Um, Yuka Takazaki pinned Kamafuku with the mm-hmm. magical, magical girl splash. Uh, she's the little uh, genie girl. Mm-hmm. With the Miracleans, uh, fun little match. I mean, nothing, nothing cr- too crazy, but yeah. I mean, I, I like the Miracleans. I like Miyu Yamashita, uh, Yuki Kamafuku. I can give or take. Uh, Mizuki's gotten pretty good, so nice little batch. And you know, it was it was more of a undercard dark match to to get the debut. So yeah, no, definitely. And uh, you know, it was it was fast paced for sure, but mm-hmm. it was a nice introduction for me. For Tokyo Joshi Pro, you know, in a way, too, you know. But, again, just trying to figure out, you know, who was who and what roles, you know, that the six women mm-hmm. were kind of portraying. I was like, okay, so who's good, who's bad? Is it different over here? What's up? But I enjoyed the match for what it was. You know, it was nice short, nice and short. Um, but, you know, again, uh, the, the Yamashita, I was just like, okay. You know, I wanted a little bit more, but, again, it wasn't for that match. And so, you know, it was just a six-person match. 
then we get the, the true opener of it. Yes. Uh, we see so much count to Suyendo and Mad Polly, as I mentioned. Yep. Uh, lost the, the titles, but that was their first defense, their V1 for Damnation. Uh, they defeat the team of Toro, Washi, Kazuki Hirata, and Yuki Ueno. Uh, Endo gets Hirata with the shooting star press. Mm-hmm. Fun match. I, yeah. I'm a big Damnation fan. I love Endo. Uh, Soma Takao is awesome. Mad Polly is just that weird, kind of their bad luck folly in a weird way <laughs> with the face paint. <laughs> yep, yep. Just kind of err, but nice little match. Um, Kazuki Hirata, I really like. I think that dude's, that dude's got some skill. Fun little match. Uh, I don't even remember what I went on it. I went, I went on, I went three, three and a quarter. Excuse me, three and a quarter. And and that's kind of where I, I drew the the Los Ingobernables de Japón comparisons because Mad Polly was like, oh, it's like evil before you, you know. Ooh. I just kind of saw that those those correlations, similarities, you know. But that's not a bad thing. I mean, I'm not saying that they're ripping them off, but again, where they ooze that cool faction, I was like, okay, I gotta watch these guys. Mm-hmm. They have characters. They have each of their people, you know, precisely to do, you know, certain things, or in this instance, to, you know, carry uh, the, the six-person, you know, tag team championships. I don't even call that by, yeah, the six-man tag team The title. KOD six-man, yeah. No, and I, I like Endo. I've been an Endo guy since I saw him wrestle uh, Kanosuke Takashita mm-hmm. at the last year. Yep, yep. So, I always kind of warmed up to Damnation through through all that. And then we get a gauntlet tag match. Um what was this, man? <laughs> Talk about a head scratcher. So we start out with Jason Kikade and Mizuki Watase. Uh, Watase wears this sweet suit like Naito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he yeah, leaves yeah, it yeah, on. Yeah, so. yeah. And then Jason Kikade is a, uh, he's like a weird, he's the gift, the gift master. Or the, he, he gives gifts. And there's, there's a weird like angle. internet 10 second videos. <laughs> no, like, uh, like uh, we wrapped Sydney's gift oh, gotcha, on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. The the gift of something. Did Jen call it a gif the other day? Probably. <laughs> Isn't it? Now, to be fair, I've heard. I heard it's supposed it's to be called. gif, yeah. Yeah, well, then they should have spelled it with a J like the peanut butter. Well, but then you have copyrights, and then you got to, like, get the F out, you know, on that one, because you can't have two Fs, like Jiffy. You, you know, WWE the legal department, I'm sure, could definitely, you know, help out in, in that department. But that's for another show. Candy Cares, man. <laughs> Power bomb, uh, but they lose in the first bracket. I was gonna say bracket, and I stopped. And I was like, "What the hell?" Oh, I thought you were gonna say first bracket. Speedball Mike Bailey and Antonio Honda, Speedball. the man with the elbow, and and he does he does all the great Muda where he's going. <laughs> he's doing that. And he throws like the pussiest shining wizard ever. <laughs> um, but the, the awesome team there. They get the victory. Um, they move on to the next team. Uh, Tenno Musaku, Toba, and Kaisuke Okada defeat Bailey and Antonio Honda. Uh, Honda gets submitted by Okuda with an arm breaker. That was at 319. Uh, then we see Tomomitsu Matsunaga and Michael Nakazawa defeat the team of Toba and Okuda with Nakazawa pin Toba uh, with Allegro Clutch 221. So they're keeping it quick. Hmm. Then we see Kudo who you mentioned you like, yep, yep. and Masahiro Takanashi, who won the electoral vote uh, for the number one contender against Daisuke Sasaki. This was on two days ago, so I haven't watched it. Oh, this okay. Yet. That was that one. Like where, the match was or the vote? Uh, the match was. Okay. Um, I, I, the last thing I saw on that show was 
the Kanosuke Takashita versus Maki Ito match mm. when she gave him the finger and he's like, don't do that, young lady. Oh, yeah. And then he killed him with a punch. Um, but they, they knocked out Matsunaga and Nakazawa when Kudo pinned Nakazawa with the double diving knee drop, minute 57. Then in 606, Kudo and Takanashi win again, defeating Kazusada Higuchi and Kota Umeda when Takanashi pinned Umeda with the Takatonic. So nice match there. They win the gauntlet. Good, good fun. How do you remember all of that, by the way? How you just eased through that Takatonic. Like, just all of that was, was awesome. <laughs> No, but as as I kind of you know, I think during the the ninth match of this tag uh, tag match here, I um I kind of got the rules a little bit there. Um, you know, like you were saying, it was um just like the uh, gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, well, essentially like the gauntlet. Not a but um, but yeah, no, it was uh, yes, it it was fun. Um, again, some of these talents, I, I was scratching my head. I, I'm sure you know once I get a little bit more informed with DDT with more viewing. I'll be like, oh, yeah, you remember that guy in Peter Bay in that tournament? Man, that guy's whack. But, you know, with, with this year, um, but, again, the, also the second Mike Bailey uh, set of matches, I guess, that I've seen hey, over that last hey, week of hey, 21 hours hey, of wrestling. But, yeah, do, do you know why he's banned from America wrestling? Eddie Dennis? No, Mike, uh, Bailey? Mike Bailey. No. Like, I read somewhere that he is legit, like, banned. Because he used to do PWG a lot. I was wondering why you never did. For five years, yeah, I got busted into, so essentially no work visa. So he was working those shows, and then he got banned huh. for five years back in 2016. There. But he will still be able to work AAA, as I'm sure he has. <laughs> well, good for him. So thanks, CZW, for dropping the ball on his Damn. visa. As you were. What a bunch of bums. Yeah. Which I'm not going to lie, though. I kind of, as I, you know, talked to you during the show again, I was like, I got a little CZW vibe. Again, it's the fun atmosphere. It's trying to bring fun into the wrestling, the dramatic theater, you know, as is in the name, the dream theater that be. But my whole thing again, well, which we'll get to in the main event, is, <laughs> yeah, at, at least they, they, they reach for it. They try to be as different as possible, but by also sharing a little bit similarities, but you, you can't go, you know, there's nothing you could do, I would say, in that instance. Yeah, yeah. A faction is going to be a faction, you know, a move is going to be a move. So, I mean, yeah, I, I kind of get it on that front. Uh, then we have the Super Joshi Pro Wars 2018. Yeah. Uh, Sendai Girls coming in, Miko Sanamura and Cassandra Miyagi taking out Saki Akia uh, and Mako I- Maki Ito. Uh, Sanamura submitted Ito with an STF. Saki Aki. I believe Man. that's how you pronounce it. I the last time I saw her was when she was with uh uh what's her name? They were in Neo Bashikagoon back on the one four last year when she was with the nun chick and I can't remember her name for whatever reason. Azusa Christie. And they were heels and she came out with like this big hat on and she was this flamboyant <laughs> and she was under a spell or she had Azusa Christie under a spell or so it was really weird. Hmm. But uh, I mean She's still pretty green. All she does is those leg kicks with her yeah. big, long legs. But Maki Ito, she sells her ass off for anybody. That girl is good. That girl's going to be really... And she's only been wrestling like a year or two, I think. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, she definitely has that sympathetic character. But also, like, hey, you may think I'm vulnerable, 
but I am going to fight into my last breath as, you know, well, was proposed. And, once, you know, Miko Satomura <laughs> kind of came in and just started kicking and slapping the living hell out of her. Yeah, I knew it was serious when my she did God. her cartwheel uh, head kick on the way down. <laughs> like 180 tumbling corkscrew kick. But I was like, okay, well, she's going to kill her. Yeah, I put, I put Sendai Girl's awesome theme and attitude. Amiko Satomura is the truth, the leader and ultimate badass. Slaps down the opponents and tour with them and show them who their queen is. I mean, that's essentially my introduction and, you know, hopefully seeing a lot more of her kind of stateside here. Hey, check out her and Tony Storm yeah. from the, the semifinal. Yeah. Was best match of that whole tournament. Oh, it was tremendous. Uh, so good, good little match there for Tokyo mm-hmm. Joshi Pro. Yep. Um, then we get my favorite match of the night so far. I went three and a half on this next oh, one. Oh, okay. The uh, special six man between All Out versus Stronghearts. We see the team of T Hawk, Al Lindemann, and Tian Tian Wan Yuan Yun. They, it, it says in here, I always see his name different than what I always thought it was. And I thought <laughs> it was Tian Yunan, but I could be wrong and I apologize. Um, but they defeated the team of Akito, Shunma Katsumata, and Yuki Ino. Butchered that a little bit. Uh, Alinaman <laughs> pin Eno with the with a German suplex. Fun match. So I just I like Stronghearts, man. I like Tiak. I like Lindemann. It's yeah. it's a Dragon Gate thing, I think. But it was a good good little six man tag. Yeah, no, I I enjoyed it. Um, my gosh, though, who was? Yep, T Hawk was uh, was the guy, but the Scott Norton dude in the match. Like everyone was like a high flyer, and then you had. Uh, DDT Scott Norton. I don't know if you remember. It was just like this brick bleep house of a wrestler. But you know, he he did a little bit. But no, it was it was a fun match. It was you know it was actually really well paced. I mean, it was like a, a a New Japan Junior tag match. You know, kind of in a way for me. You know, minus of course you know Big Scott Norton over on the other side there. But. Was it? I think it might be a key to. Let me see. I th- I think it might be. Yeah, this the the this dude right there, right? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which hey, he held his own, you know. While everyone's kind of flying around, he, you know, he was that that much needed power aspect to it. So if but. if you watch Dragon Gate and haven't seen DDT, Akito is kind of built and looks semi like a like a big Arshimitsu. Doesn't have a shot put choke slam, but it's okay. <laughs> Nobody has the shot put slam. Oh. Oh, oh, God, big Archimedes fight. And then shout out to the King uh, Shima for, for coming out and lending support as well. Yeah, and then kicking at, uh, kicking at uh, Katsumata after, or uh, Eno after the pin. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> like, hey, you think, what are you going to do? We just won. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Talk about special attraction match. This was the first one kind of with a storyline. This is, I went two stars on it. It was. Just because it was so different, but it wasn't like it wasn't. It didn't blow me away, but the finish was so wild. I'm yeah. like, what am I watching? It really was, and that was one of the I would say. And this was a a weekend of wrestling for me. I, I can't speak for Ryan of some pretty inventive finishes. You know, one from the the women's NXT Championship match. So I would say this finish right here to this uh, crazy couples match. Like I first start off with there was an engagement. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Joey Ryan Spitz about these Japanese, you know, couples stealing their gimmick, and then they're on a game show? 
It's like, all right, now it's a match. Let's go. <laughs> Shout out to the engagement. Was that one of the outdoor street shows? Yes. <laughs> but yeah, we see uh, Makoto Oishi and Masaki Ohana defeat Joey Ryan and Laura James. Oishi and Ohana oh. pin Joey Ryan with the sky blue suplex jackknife combo. If you guys are any, if, if there's any woke audience members out there, this is not the match for you. <laughs> This is not the match for you. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm woke, but I'm also, you know, I'm a '90s kid, whatever the hell that means. Not, you know, an excuse or whatever. But I was watching this with a few people, and they were like, "What are you watching?" <laughs> I thought you watch wrestling. What's this? And I'm like, I, I was just like, what year was this man? I was like, this was like three weeks ago. <laughs> They're like, what? I was like, hey man, this is in Japan. They got panties and vending machines. I was like, I don't know. They got octopuses flying in every direction. Tentacles. I was like, I guess this is going to play. But again, if you are woke in 2018 or the future, future listeners, uh, do not watch this if match. If you are woke. Just do not. <laughs> the most inappropriate, but I thought it was fun. Not, not, I didn't think it was fun, the inappropriateness, but, you know, kind of how, you know, they went back at it. It was a an interesting match. Nothing to go home about. Again, I was confused. I was like, Joey Ryan and DDT, what? Um, but, hey, you got to get a payday. But um, again, DDT feels like the ultimate home for famous Miss dick wrestlers. Yeah, Joey exactly. Ryan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, everybody did their own version of the, uh, of the bleep flip, if you will, um, especially... Uh, uh, Laura James, but um, was it Ohara? Masaki Ohara? Again, everyone uh, had their own version. With, or Makoto Oishi. And the, she had her own flip, let's just say. Yeah, which, that was, uh, uh, was the lip flip. Yeah. But um, the German into the sunset flip for the double pin was bonkers. That was so cool. Yeah, that's the sky blue suplex. And then with the flip over on yeah. there, it was dope. Uh, then we had the Soken Holdings presents Will You Eat or Be Eaten? Oh, Giant special singles match. We saw Andreza, the giant panda, defeat Super Sasadango Machine with the Andreza Press at 10:25. I love when he the has, longest notes comes from that match. Max Moon versus <laughs> Conan taking on Kuba from I thought it was Conan. I was like, it's the only way he's gonna get cleared to wrestle. You gotta come to DDT. Literally a twenty-minute like joke stand-up set with uh, with projector screens before the match. He uh, at one point he had Andres of the Giant Panda down and completely flattened as he reinflates in the yeah. crowd. Whoa! <laughs> and then they bring out the Super uh, Sasadango Giant Inflatable. Guy. Oh His match is as wild as it says. The Max Moon Panda was out. <laughs> I love how it says giant Max Moon Panda <laughs> in giant letters. <laughs> it was, I mean, guys, it was exactly, exactly what we're, we're literally saying this was. It was theatrical, again, in the name of the company. This is what DDT was all about. Like, again, watching this show... Also reminded me of the South Park episode where they made wrestling into theater, you know, and I totally got that vibe from this. And so that's why I usually would scoff at this, but I, I just let it go and, or you know, just put my hair back, if you will, and just kind of watched it for what it was. I loved the ending. I loved 
um, how it then ventured into like an art house film. It went to a black and white video of like the panda's life. Um, and then just simple, what the blood, you know, that came out of that had just so much stuff happened in this match, but literally a one you got to see to believe. It was, it was wild. It was, it was, I, it was, it was, I mean, I don't know what to say. It's a giant inflatable panda wins the match. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we have the difference in 27 years of age representative director and president, 40 years old and belonging wrestler, 21 years old, waste blood washing conflict play, final sediment weapon rumble. That, that's the match name. <laughs> As we, no joke. We saw Mao defeat Sanjiro Takagi with a Cannonball 450 through a bunch of plastic so, storage don't you buy in Staples. Oh my that gosh. looks painful. It, 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 and, and then they did it on top of like a dresser. It was like... Japanese dressers, man. <laughs> uh, which we saw the return of Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> a lady... Your thoughts? Okay, so I'm I'm gonna preface it with this: it's a weapon of Royal Rumble, so they have a countdowns to when someone else brings out a weapon. Everyone got what twelve rounds of uh, weapons? No, I think it was I think it was like four, four seconds. No, they had like ten rounds. Was it? <laughs> oh yeah, they had uh, they had a lot. But anyways, um, yeah, because I think there was like eleven, and then I just stopped counting after that. But like, so they have people coming down. <laughs> But one of the funniest things in the world, not only did someone bring out, what, CDs in boxes, like old CDs, um, like you said, the totes, dressers, but all of a sudden, the old WWE Shinsuke Nakamura theme plays, and, uh, or as I like to call him, Shinsuke Nakaposer, and did a flawless job of everything as he's in the ring and just goes crazy on him. I could, I could, and they used the, like you said, they used the e music. Yeah. Like they don't care. No, they did not. <laughs> and and then some girl comes out and like, and and at one point Mao keeps getting these terrible weapons, and like Sanshiro Takagi gets like a bat, <laughs> and then he gets like a dresser, and they're like, oh, and then like they bring out a bed, and the bed falls off of the stage. Yeah. They get it back on the bed. He power bombs Takagi on the bed. <laughs> And then Nakamura gets slammed on the bed, to which the the girl who comes out to as a weapon for Takagi to to distract Mao oh, ends up getting in relations with Nakamura. Gyrating. So then they leave. At one point, uh, um, Andreza the giant panda is brought out as a weapon and pops to the crowd, going, "Oh!" <laughs> they had to rush it, rush Andreza to the back. It's match from twenty four oh five. It was as wild as it sounds. There's a shop vac involved. <laughs> the cell phone, no, the phone call. That's right for his weapon, and then it was a. a oh my god! So get, get this, get this. Well, he he mentions the phone call. So what he had them do was they legit put Mao's cell phone number on that screen. That was really his. Oh my god! So he really called him. <laughs> Like he really called Mao <laughs> during the match. Like I, you can't make this up. It's insane. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, the panda was back. I was like, little moves done so far, but why not take him out? Um, yeah, the panda starts deflating. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, oh yeah, the the mallet that he made out of tin cans that was like oh, the free video. Yeah, that was that was that was what I was trying to get to earlier. He, that remember because he went to try to get weapons. Yes, yeah. That was Jason Kincaid. That was gifting That's him true. the weapons. Oh, okay, okay. From the from the, the gauntlet. Yep, yep. So he's gifting him these weapons. <laughs> That's where the mallet. Came. Like the old hobo with you know the the, the bag of cans. Except these cans are made into a mallet, yeah. But then he hit him with a bag of cans. And then yeah, I was about to say, the guy brought down like a hundred cans. That's what it was. He's like, I'm giving you a hundred <laughs> cans in three bags. What the hell? But um, no, but when uh, uh, Mao kind of hit that 450 or 890, whatever the hell that was, um, on Takagi while he was on the shelf, painful for both, uh, glad it was over. Um, I put meh, more for weapons, minimal wrestling, CZW, period. <laughs> I like it, too, because I think they really established Mao in that situation with the crowd. Mm-hmm. I think that was as, as goofy as it was, was they gave Mao a, a good win. And I thought the the, 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 the veteran, the 48-year-old, if you will, I thought he was a fantastic, mm-hmm. fantastic foil to Mao, like you said, to put him over. He reminded me of... Uh, um, uh, I always mess up his name. Um, uh, the uh, and uh, New Japan Junior Tag Team Champion Kanemaru. Oh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru. He yeah. reminds me. Of, he reminded me of him so much. Just that fu attitude. That old school. Like I'm just gonna beat the living bleep out of you. You know that classic heel. That Silas Young. You know for the for the American audience, um, if you will. But yeah, I mean, as the match progressed, I think if you would have done maybe six weapons per instead of going into that double digit. I think it would have made the, the pace go a little bit better in that match. Some of it I thought just drew out a little, but again, it's one of those you got to see to believe with your own eyes. <laughs> CDs, everybody. CDs. <laughs> um, and then Shigehiro Eerie's grand fight, which was his departure. Yeah. Uh, Evil Jr., as I like to call him. Yep, yep. Shigehiro Yuri and Kaisuke Ishii defeated Hiroshima and Yukio, Yukio Sakaguchi. Uh, he pinned Sakaguchi with a beast bomber, which was disgusting. Yeah. He murdered him with yeah. that. Uh, Yuri went on and uh, he actually just worked at Dean Duggan up in Canada's tour. So is he just on, um, whatchamacallit, uh, where they kind of send you out excursion? No, or? he left DDT and he just freelanced. So he's just freelancing. Yeah. Okay. And he worked, because I, I, I got Danny Duggan on Snapchat, and um, he sent a picture of, like, the match of his, like, poster. Uh-huh. And in the corner, it was, like, Japanese superstar. And I was like, oh, that's wild. Could he come out to Minnesota in February and there March? Yeah. called Duggan and the room. <laughs> hey Danny. I, no, but uh, the, do this. one of the the you know um, Erie was uh, I, I would say the standout for me in that match uh, when he pile drivered the dude onto his partner. Um, <laughs> that was insane. But the finishing sequence, of course, with drop kicks, knees everywhere like that, um, just to kind of cap it off with that you know like you said that running powerful lariat uh, for him to to cap oh, off that was, was really and, and really he, awesome. Uh, um, well, Sakaguchi gave him the, come on! Yeah, and he, yeah. just, he hit him sore, they both <laughs> fell over. Great match, so 1450. Um, uh, I match of the night coming up, though, right here. Four. Yeah, next match, 24-21 was the time on it. I went four and a half. I might go four and three quarters the more I think about it, because it was, God, it was good. But uh, we see Shima defeat Kanosuke Takashita. Beats him after about five meteoras. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
great match. Takashita's leg selling is one of the best selling jobs I've seen anyone do. Hmm. Not name Okada in years. I got a lot of that while watching this match. I, I, I sense a little bit of Okada. I don't know why I was so far. I did sense a little bit of Okada kind of watching um, Takashita within this matchup here. Every move he did or everything that happened, he went back to the knee in in inhibiting him from being able to capitalize or do more. Mm -hmm. And that's the one thing too. Like if, if I know like, you know, we talked before Shima's performance was tremendous as a heel. Yes. yes. She was just a natural heel. He's great at it. He's such a prick. But if you go back and watch it, pay attention to Takashita's leg sell. Mm-hmm. It's the and, and Shimo, the way he works it too is just this match was God, this was a flawless match. It, it was so good. It truly was. And and that's what it was. It was a wrestling match. I mean, they dubbed it as a dramatic dream match. And I could kind of see why, because again, it's you know, Shima, the veteran for, you know, you know, multiple decades versus, you know, Takashita, where, you know, it's like, well, maybe is this the guy, the foil to, you know, Daisuke Sasaki? You know, is this going to be, you know, the, you know, the next big thing for them, depending on how they go? Um, where, yeah, I, I was just like, okay, this is, you know, one of their dudes. <laughs> and then for Shima then to get the victory um, was, was even crazy. Well, what I like, too, is Shima, got, Shima beat him nice and nice. And good. Yeah, like, yeah. It wasn't yeah. like anything close, like. He beat him like seventy thirty. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he put him away and just walked away from it. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> and what I like about it, you know, it's it's kind of, um, you know, spoiler alert here. So if you don't want to hear a spoiler, turn away for ten seconds. But it it makes me hope that they basically do the Creed two storyline, ah. where he just got smoked. Yeah. So like, all right, I got to come back from this. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, he gets his rematch with Shima and gets him in the air. And that's what it felt like. It, you know, same thing. I could see All Out after Stronghearts beat him and then go on to one of the six-man. Or maybe All Out, All Out takes the six-man titles from Stronghearts when whatever Stronghearts pulls out of DDT. Because okay. they're doing the same stuff in Wrestle 1 um, in that promotion, too. The the one that Muda had originally started way back when. Okay. And they're the heels in that, Oh, too. you like there and that? Yeah. That and it's too? the same oh, thing as man. DDT. Wow. like. Like, Russell One gets a couple thousand views on their, their TV show that they post on YouTube. Okay. And the one that had Shima and Stronghearts had, like, like 150,000 plays. Oof. Like, it just, it's, and then everything since then has gone up because people want to see Stronghearts. Yeah. They want to see Shima and them. And uh, they've actually took it even farther where they've had a couple of the Russell One guys, one of the guys, or one of the guys, I can't remember who it was, but he turned on Kaz Hayashi because Kaz Hayashi's, one of the big Master. deals over there. Uh-huh. And was and he joined Strong Arts. And they're like, what the hell are you doing? He's he was like, I've been a spy this whole time. <laughs> really? Like infiltrating and, and getting all the information so I can oh, report back to Shima right and let Shima know who he needs to take out and <laughs> and I said so dope. You need more of the it was me, Austin, yeah. like right there. That like, is perfect. Now that I'm caught up on stuff, like Russell One might be the next adventure okay. I jump into because oh, wow. I'm intrigued because of the strong arts. You you got me hooked just with that right there. So that's pretty sweet. You guys can check that out too. Um and then Dan Shoko Dino in his first title defense uh is defeated oh. by Daisuke Sasaki. Uh La Mystica crossover face lock for the for the tap out, 68th KOD openweight champion. 
Um, 68th. Wow. I went three and three quarters on this match. I know that's probably way too high for some people. Uh-huh. But aside from a couple things that a lot of people really had a problem with this match and a lot of issues came out of it from this match, I loved the I loved everything Daisuke Sasaki did. That dive from the top over the guardrail. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Over the table. Yeah, over the table. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, everything Sasaki does was was awesome and believable, and everything is so fluid with Sasaki. Uh, after the match, they put oh. in Shoko Dino in a. Oh, Sasaki coffin. got some fluids. All right, I'm sure. <laughs> Which we're gonna get to that in a second. Um, they get him in a coffin and seal the coffin, oh, and man. now Dan Chocodino has amnesia. It sounds like okay, okay, I can uh, I can get behind that, I guess. So That's he doesn't he doesn't know who he is or what he so is. So he's not stealing Toriano's gimmick. No, he didn't. He didn't. They like show him the tr- his his re- wrestling gear, and he didn't know what it was and interesting things like that. Um, this was as I said a couple weeks straight before we watched this. Uh, you know, you people yeah. know. I said, Alex, in this main event, you're going to see something that I guarantee you've never seen in your entire life, oh, yeah. and it's going to blow your mind. I don't know how, <laughs> but I, I'm going to tell you when you see this, this was the and, – and, and I could tell you were intrigued because of how much I hyped it, but literally, yeah. I was not wrong. Yeah. It was something you, were never, you have never seen in your life in a wrestling match, and um, – Feedback on the main event. What did you think? I of? mean, obviously, we're going to jump right to what you were just talking about there. The thing that would pop me the most, I mean, when Sasaki's picture was inside the coffin before the match, I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, no, uh, again, this is a, a second warning for the woke audience of, of 2018 wrestling fans here. Do not watch this match. Um There were things where I'm like, how is this guy just going and up to the crowd? And don't watch Dino. Probably. <laughs> That's a good job. But to be fair, I mean, one of his... Yeah, I mean, watch Sasaki. That guy's amazing. But no, yeah. Dino, no, no, no. Um, I mean, he's pulling audience members. He's grabbing gentlemen's crotches in the audience. He's sniffing. Uh, he got the dude in a tombstone just to rub his, like, gooch chode on him. Um, to Sasaki. I really hope Sasaki got paid a quadruple his normal rate for getting put this. Again... It was like a Toriyanu, but like with Juggalo wrestling type of a character. I get it. It's supposed to be a comedy wrestler, but why is this guy your champion if he's a comedy wrestler? I, again, it's different. Part of it is he's over. But this guy, but how? He's fondling, he's grabbing, and then he yeah. gets naked. Yeah. No, he's thonging. No, sorry. He had multiple thongs on, and he's squatting down, pretty much teabagging. Oh, the traumatizer, uh, I believe is what it's called. So there's moves. So the, literally his moveset. Are there video games for this franchise? <laughs> and if there are, maybe that'll help me get over this whole thing. But to me, it just, it, I even put very gross, but interesting. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, wait, can Toru Yanu ever win gold? You know, I was just like, but no, Sasaki uh, grabs him. He gets grabbed in the junk, tries to kiss him. So that was the other thing. It was, you know, I don't know if it was homophobic or whatnot, but like the whole time he's like trying to kiss him, like, no, no. And everyone's like, eh, you know, and just kind of making a thing out of it. Where until, you know, finally he does land the kiss on Sasaki, like it goes on 
for a long time where you're just like, what the F is, am I watching? Why is this for a <laughs> well, then he, championship? He knocks all the refs off by kissing just, him. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. That was, but then that was Sasaki proving he could overcome Dino as he grabbed Dino and kissed him. Yep, he killed the ref with his kisses. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and Sasaki said, this doesn't affect me. And he starts kissing Dino back. And Dino's like, oh, no. Oh, man. It, but yeah, the triangle when he went bare ass as he puts Sasaki in the triangle. My God. Yeah, I couldn't. I, my God. Wouldn't so he's got a dude in a triangle choke with no clothes on. Oh, and then also he goes to the top rope and uh, <laughs> a moon salt naked. And let's not forget when he tucks like um, uh, Silence of the Lambs mm-hmm. and he walks. Oh man, it's. It went, my thing though too is it just went way too long. Like for that to be, you shave maybe ten minutes. I mean maybe kill one ref instead of five. Um, but that was pretty damn funny. I forgot about that. Um, but no, I mean you don't need all that other hijinks with the audience. I mean that's an audience participation to an nth degree. Um, but yeah, it just to me didn't do too much. Uh, to make me watch this, you know, Don Shakudino type of character. But it did make me think, wow, whatever, Sasaki's the champ. Hopefully they just move this feud out of the way. And let's see what this guy can really do with some workers. So that was the positive where now yeah. he is going to be the man. Um, and like I said, him and uh, Takashita, uh, you know, hopefully coming up uh, here pretty soon. That should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I'm excited that the... Uh... The Grand Prix starts on uh, Friday. Soon, yeah. I was about to say, yeah. The 30th, I think it is. 27th is Tuesday, 20th is Wednesday. Yeah, so 30th. We're going to have some special so, shows, y'all. 30 days of DDT. <laughs> There's, the blocks are really good, too, guys. Yes, yeah. Puma King's in it. Speedball. Speedball Mike Bailey's in it. Puma King. Speedball. I can't even talk right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that, DDT was a wild show. Yes. It was very interesting. There's a lot to digest and a lot that went on. And I mean, and and kind of talking it over now with you, you know, because, you know, thinking about it over the last week, um, I don't know if I'd have watched this whole show over again, but I mean, I would probably go back and, and watch maybe half of this show, you know, if you maybe four or five matches, um, I would do a lot of, no, no, it's not fair to say a lot of fast forwarding, but I would watch that Panda Max Moon match or, or Super Machine uh, match again. Um, I, I would, I'm intrigued to definitely watch the uh, the dream match between Shima and uh, yeah. Kanosuke Takashita, um, but also the the grand fights that tag match, you know, to kind of see um, Irie a little bit more. But uh, yeah, that the all out Strong Hearts match hashtag uh, that that's just a great stable. So. Yeah. So that's the one thing that DDT has me on is kind of the faction levels, you know, the chaos LIJ, you know, not similarities per se, but those two top factions along with, you know, how they have, of course, uh, strong hearts and the um, damnation. Yep. Strong strong hearts, uh, damnation. Uh, You have uh, Hiroshima's group, uh, damage box. uh, Oh yeah. Disaster box. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I did like them actually during the, the gauntlet. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's some fun. It's there's a lot going on with that company. Yeah. It, it takes a little bit. Like I said, it, it, go go watch the uh, the show from the 28th a couple of days later, and 
They're not all six hours, are they? No, this one I think was two and a half. Oh, okay. I can get behind that. Uh, <laughs> there's a there's a match. I think it was the one what had that Antonio Honda and that gorgeous Matsudo in it. <laughs> the old guy, but it was basically they had like it was a punishment match where the losing team um, got kicked by a Muay Thai fighter. <laughs> And the white tie guy like just lit these dudes up, and they're like, ah, very tongue in cheek. I love it. It's, I mean, it's wild. It's wild. Uh, glad we talked DDT. Glad we got that. Yeah, out. I mean, I, and and honestly, I mean, and that's the whole point of this is to see will Alex continue to watch this? And and honestly, I would probably say yeah. I mean, I will definitely, you know, give the uh, the Grand Prix a watch. You know, maybe check out the show after. Um, and then a few matches uh, from this past weekend. Yeah. So, yeah, no, DDT is definitely on on the dockets. Do you want to do NXT or Survivor Series first? Ooh, do we start we off not, with we, the best or we gotta, start off with the better? <laughs> I said that to befuddle Mr. Cook here. He did. I was like, <laughs> like I like shut off there. Um Compute down. <laughs> so, I mean, wh- whichever order you want to go, we got an hour left. Uh, hour left. So, if we want, you know, if we want to do, oh, if we want to do, uh, you know, we got we could do Survivor Series, we could do NXT, whichever one we want to do. I think that we probably <laughs> should do. Um, let's start because I know you didn't really like Takeover. Who oh, no, do I love Takeover? And you really love Survivor Series. <laughs> So let's start. Let's start Survivor Series. Let's go that way. I'm, I'm, I'm swerving the audience. I'm swerving the coaster. Let's, uh, let's, let's go Survivor Series. No, let, I want to ask you something too, and this is something that um, a couple other shows have brought up, and I wanted to just ask your opinion on this. Okay. Um, did you? She's getting kind of killed for it on the on the internet, and I wonder if I can find the exact tweet. Who Nia Jax? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Lana. Oh, um, I, really? Yeah. Let's see. Let's see if I can find out Lana tweet about um, Nia Jax, Becky. Maybe that that's what I need to look for. Um, but anyway, she she tweeted something from from the fight, and it kind of. I guess I shouldn't say like she's getting crushed, but it kind of bothered me a little bit and I, wa- I wanted to ask you about this so here's the tweet she said this is her real twitter cj lana perry yeah i saw blood on dana's face so i stopped from hitting her and also was being told to get a doctor and ref because of what just happened to becky we were out there fighting to win but not out there to legitimately hurt one another huh i have a problem with that choice okay um because you're literally breaking down the fifth wall. Yeah, like that tweet there. And like I understand what she where, where she's going because she's you know it's real life and she's she's explaining it. So it's not like I'm mad about that, and I don't necessarily blame her. Yeah. But my issue is it goes once again hand in hand with, you know, they live at the performance center. All these things are. Somebody in the company should be giving some kind of a guideline, shouldn't mm-hmm. they? Like. You can't do that because you're saying we're out there trying to fight to win, but we don't want to hurt each other. Oh. Yeah. I'm out there to get drunk, but I'm not going to drink any alcohol. You know what I mean? Like, 
I'm going to go to a buffet, but I'm not really hungry. <laughs> like, you see what I'm saying? Like, it just, it, it doesn't make sense, does it? Yeah. It's, it's, it almost. But she's kind of been known for that on her Twitter, where, you know, she, she blurs the lines, but then just totally goes out of, you know, where she is just C.J. Perry, and is like, wait. You know, yeah, like, someone should have a Twitter police on some certain active wrestlers, I would say. So should it have at least been, like, you know, hey, I saw the blood, wasn't sure what was going on, you know, but we kept at it because we were trying to make a statement, but I was trying to help my SmackDown partner. Uh Or, you know, we all know what we do as entertainment, and when I saw the blood, I knew we had to figure out who was hurt. Who was hurt, yeah. Go one extreme or the other. You know, and... And the, the perfect example, like the two examples that 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 um that I heard when when people were bringing this up, and I thought they're great ones. Is do you read Chuck Taylor's Twitter? Uh, no. Okay, Chuck Taylor might be the the funniest Twitter person ever in the world. Um, <laughs> there was there was some insane tweet that he said as like an example that I want to try to find. Um, Chuck Taylor, a Twitter. I just typed twatter. Um, <laughs> like, so, um, cause he goes by Dustin now and then Trent Brennan is Greg, you know? <laughs> so like Chuck Taylor tweeted, y'all see Greg do the Masahi moonsaults yet? Um, you know, he posts things like if, if anyone tells me like, I can't say something on Twitter, like mm-hmm. I'll do whatever. Like he has some of the, the wildest, this wildest tweets. And, and things you you could have, um, but regardless of those, like he just fully goes for it, does, says whatever he wants, doesn't give a crap what he says. It, it spent way too much yet in two hours setting up a PS4 account in Japanese to watch the Sixers, but it was worth it. And he tweets <laughs> Jimmy Butler, had four whiskeys and cried twice during skyscraper. Dwayne, you've done it again, you son of a bitch. <laughs> 13 hours to Tokyo. I'm going to get wine drunk and cry on this flight. F y'all. I'm going to live forever or die today. (laughs) Bought some new pants yesterday. Going to test drive them in Japan before I debut them in the States. Cut my little dick off if I ever pretend wrestling is real on my free Twitter page. That's the one I was looking for. (laughs) But seriously, like... It's, uh, literally, good. I like that. Cut my little dick off if I ever pretend wrestling is real on my free Twitter page. <laughs> that was the example. It was uh, um, Lanza and Creech on the Voice of Wrestling. Okay. That's was where I, where I heard this. That's all I wanted to bring it up to. That was the example. Like, he says that. But then, Guy, you mentioned an example they made too, but what was your damn it, it was bound to happen tweet you read me today? Hour and a half ago. Oh, man. Putting me on the spot there. Uh, Do you remember who it was? No. The injury? The the gentleman who got injured four to six weeks that were playing Oh, uh, MJF, yeah. And yes, what, did he, yes. what did he say in the tweet? Uh, that I never have to see or uh, talk to you poor MFers ever again. <laughs> you go one way yep. or you go the other extreme. Yep. yep, that's true. That is true. And it's one of those things where you live the gimmick or you don't. And mm-hmm. WWE really with the way that they police so much stuff, man, you got to not let things like that happen. And yeah. I know it's little, and I know it necessarily doesn't have to involve, you know, it doesn't really involve survivors too much. But, but like, to Nia's credit is she still, I mean, whether it's C.J. Perry or, 
you know, douche pizza forty two sixty nine. You know, whoever on the interweb. Douche pizza. Um, <laughs> douche canoe four twenty. No. Um, <laughs> like how? Like I gotta give her credit, man. She is embracing the living hell out of it, and and like you said. She's living that character now. And that's good. And she's not going to big show it, hopefully, and becomes, you know, a face in three weeks. You know, obviously not with, you know, the the new team that she has, the the, uh, the ring wrecking crew or the career wrecking crew with her and Tamina now. <laughs> unsafe the, oh God, stability. Unsafe, yeah, yeah. Um, crew there, but... Shout um, out to Tamina, who has only one move she should know how to do, a super five splash, and she can't do it. Um... Uh, or a kick or something. But anyway, with the company for 15 years. <laughs> Yikes. Um, but no, with with that, I mean, I will give her credit for taking it all in. Now, with Heat, supposedly, real life Heat, with the locker room, with SmackDown side, with the women's locker room, with her getting a push, sort of say, um, which we'll get into here in a bit, especially with the first match on Survivor Series, um, do you think it's right that they're pushing her? I mean, they're seizing an opportunity, right? But also, I mean, it, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't, because in a way it's a blessing. You're going to get Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey. If you insert someone else in there, by all means, I'm sure it'll be an added bonus. But right now you have your WrestleMania main event. Like, it's going to close out with two, if not three women. Yeah, don't do three. Just do a one-on-one. I agree they should do a one-on-one, but let's be real. It's the WWE. And, hey, 32 had a really good three-way with uh, with Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and Sasha Banks. But, but then they're going to shoehorn Nia in there. No. You, no. No. Nothing like I, they did this year yeah. at WrestleMania. Which, no, yeah. I'm going to tell you flat out as somebody who always predicts the WWE correctly. Mm-hmm. They're going to shoehorn in there because she's the one who put Becky out. And she was the one who should have beat Ronda, but they'll have somebody do a run-in and stop Nia from beating Ronda. And that's why they'll do a three-way. No, I think that'll be a roadblock. <laughs> no, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, one-on-one. Don't you, or Becky Lynch, yeah, Ronda Rousey. Rousey yeah. You don't need to put anyone else. There's no, there's no reason to add anything. But, but that's the thing. So now with them adding, you know, a few more principles to this, you know, as we said last week, now we got to wait five months for this match. Well, now they have different components to stretch that and make it a little bit more like, okay, we know it's coming in April. We can wait because now we have part one, part two, and part three, you know, kind of leading into mm-hmm. this feud. But again, is it worthy? Is is should she get a push like this because of her carelessness into you know that that interaction uh, the the Rob before Survivor Series, um, or do you think I don't know like the E what what would your stance be? So I what I could see is they're doing this because they're going to have Becky beat Nia at some point. Something that I heard was Becky lo- Becky loses the SmackDown title before yeah. the Rumble, and. She goes in the rumble, so she's in the rumble, and her and Nia are the last two, yeah. and she eliminates Nia to win the rumble, and then she chooses to challenge Rousey, and then you get her on Raw, mm-hmm. and then you can kind of, essentially you can get her away from Charlotte and go somewhere different with those two. Yeah. But now you've you've established her and Rousey as WrestleMania's main event. Yes. And she got her come up and on Nia, and then with her being on Raw. They can wrestle at Roadblock or whatever. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. There's, your, there's, your, yeah. there's your February pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, and then you can move around there and have her Steve Austin. She wins the Rumble and heads on to Mania. 
Man, and then you easily got your, you don't have to turn her. You don't have to do anything. It's just more momentum building up for April. Do you think it's going to, you think people are, are is everyone going to be pissed when Rousey beats her? Like, how mad are people? I shouldn't say is, everyone, is people. How mad are people going to be? People are going to be. Because they know it's going to happen. They're going to be livid, but, I mean, if, if they do, which hopefully they, they will, stick to the one-on-one, you'll have your, this will then lead to your Extreme Rules match of four versus four. Because then that really could be the kickoff for the summer, yep. where then you could intertwine all eight horsewomen of whether the octagon or the squared circle um, where then, I mean, you have your 2018 hot women's, not hot women, that's not bad again. Sorry, woke people. Uh, women's, you know, programming, you know, in, in wrestling, which I don't know. Then that could lead into, you know, Fox, you know, into the fall, yeah. depending on that, that push there. Yeah. So. I just, it like. Solana, you, stop with your Twitter fingers is what this whole thing is. Yeah, exactly. About. That's that's kind of where I was going with it. Like, like I said, it was just more, I, I was more just. Curious if you had seen it and it just that, like, no. I the only thing I saw was you know where CJ was, or Lana was all like talking about weak. Just don't go AWOL again. Where she you know where Nia replied where which I thought she did brilliant. She's like, wow, your team does a lot of bleeding. Such a weak trait to have. You know as you know uh, Natalia kind of talked about bleeding blue. You oh know, for yeah. Shane McMahon and I thought that I was like okay Nia that's that's I'm funny. Ready. But careless. All right, where's my Survivor Series review? I, di- I didn't watch the pre-show because as I circled you and texted you with this match, I was like, there's no way SmackDown should ever lose this match. And they, they won. And they won. Now, here, here's here's a problem I have. Let's, let's just get right into this. You brought it up. I'm going right into it. So, <laughs> you just signed a billion-dollar deal with Fox. Yep. And you have their show get swept because, you know, this is a one time a year that it's brand warfare, as Michael Cole said 19 times. He's supremacy. He said that almost as much as by the end of this match, you could tell that Morrow and, and Nigel were either getting told in their earpiece and they just didn't care. Mm-hmm. But every other word was, the match doesn't officially begin until all the men are in the case. Like, they were saying it as like a joke by the end of it. Yeah. Um, but it, you have them get swept, and not only do they get swept, like I said, the Fox thing happens. But then somebody supposedly forgot what was supposed to happen, and SmackDown wasn't supposed to win the, the pre-show. No way. And and somebody told the wrong person the wrong thing, and instead of calling an audible like mid-match and just telling like, hey, hey you know, just had the revival beat the Usos, and so the Usos beat the revival at the yeah. end. Vince must have just threw his arms in there and said, oh, just pretend like it never happened and we won't address the match ever. And they don't. No, they don't. I think I heard someone say, well, it was the pre-show match. Like, it was on the WWE program and someone brought it up. Yeah, the like, New Day. It's the pre-show. We won. They kept talking. Like, and yeah. he, So here's the thing that get that bothers me. Is Burying your own product? You're telling me that you assume that we're not going to know what happened 10 minutes ago mm-hmm. is proof. You're also telling me that there's no reason to watch your pre-show. <laughs> True. That match literally meant nothing to anybody because you acted like it wasn't even a real match. Yeah. Now, in a company that runs, you know, vignettes and, you know, all right, we have four minutes for this time, and they get their interview time correctly, and 
you know, they have time to set this up and they have, you know, they have all these agents backstage and they have all these people in Gorilla. You mean to tell me not one person could tell them the right finish? <laughs> I think that's just them uh, degapping it. I mean, they, they just clearly did not give a bleep right there. Fox, thanks for your billion dollars. They got it. I mean, it's signed, sealed, and delivered, right? There's no... No, they no... can pull out if they really want to. Really? Yeah. So, like, what are you doing? I'm going to show you I got a bigger dick than you do. Is that what Vince is doing? <laughs> yeah, did uh, Viacom kind of get in their ears? MB- <laughs> or NBC Universal, I should say? And be like, bury them. So, like, it just... So, I don't know. That's just... That was a little gripe that I had. And I just wanted to get that out of the way now because you didn't even watch the pre-show and I don't blame you. Like, <laughs> it, I mean, no, when I circled all the talent on SmackDown, I said, there's no way they should lose to the B team. And the Asc-. I was like, there's and no look way. look at this roster. Why is the Ascension still there? Like, why is the yeah. B team? And there was people cheering for this. Ooh, okay, let's move on. Uh, Raw women beat the SmackDown women. I went three and a quarter. Which, again, I was really confused on about because I was like, God, it's a... You know, a team of all heels, whatever. I was like, why would you not have Sasha Banks and Bailey on this team? And then all of a sudden, they come, I mean, I hear the Oh, yeah, in the like, pre-show, like, she wait, kicked um, Ruby Riot and Natalya off the, the show because they were fighting in the locker room. So Bliss was like, you're not on the team. Wouldn't she want them on the team more so? One's or at least kick off Natalya and Pete Ruby Riot? Riot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on top of it, Sasha and Bailey don't even have anything to do with the finish. No. So it didn't even matter. They did not whatsoever. Um, Naya and Tamina get the victory. I don't who was last? Oscar? Uh yes, yes. But my gosh, it was perfect, it was obvious, and it was smart on their end to have Naya kind of be the, the last one, um, you know, kind of in the ring getting that win. No, that, that, that's all I was going to say. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, <I'm> just... <laughs> no, so, you know, I, I, I kind of like that, um, again, that, that smart aspect of what they did. Because, again, they said, oh, okay, we know what you guys have been saying, what you guys are doing. And, again, nuclear heat oh, when she came out. And, again, they're in a weird position because, again, her carelessness cost them something. But, in a way, it, it landed them even, you know, more money. When, it, when it's important Let's hope. WrestleMania. Now, here's another thing, too, that, that I, I read the other day, is they don't even have a timetable for Becky to come back. Yes, I did just like Just like too. Bliss. Yeah. There's not even a, oh, she'll be back before the year's over. Like, maybe, maybe, we, maybe this isn't as good as we think it is. Uh, that's not good, then. You know, this, this in a weird way, and... I'm not using this as a way to dog Becky Lynch, mm-hmm. and I'm not using this as a way to downplay her either. Yeah. But um, or or compare it to anything like that, but because she's not the you know Ronda Rousey's the biggest money maker cash cow in this company right now. Yeah. And I said that from day one. But this is reminiscent of Shibata and Okada. Okay. But when I always said, what if Shibata would have injured Okada? And New Japan would have never had that last run of a run. Yeah. Naya injured Becky. You know, Naya didn't Shibata herself. What if she injured Becky? And it's a situation where we don't see Becky come back. Oh, my gosh. 
Uh, well, a we are on the uh, the damper hour of WrestleCast Radio, uh, but no, that that is a, a possibility. You know, something that no one wants to see, obviously, including Nia herself. But uh, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping it's not something that long. I mean, with all the testing and everything that they're doing, obviously, keep your you know you want to be safe on every level possible. Um, you know, obviously, what they're doing with Bliss as well. I mean, but then what does that mean with the vacating of the title? I mean, what does that do with that Raw or the SmackDown Women's Championship? I mean, tournament, do you have then Charlotte in a match, you know, leading into something? I mean, that would obviously make the most sense, you know, where where then she can kind of continue that storyline in a way. But again, what what else are you going to do with your other talent that's on on that show? And I mean, I'm taking it to the extreme here, but playing devil's advocate, like with, you know, and, and more bringing this up because like you said, you know, should Nia Jax have won? Are they yeah. doing it right by letting her run this angle on Twitter? Yeah. What if she really did put her out? Oh man. You know, and they are doing this and allowing it to happen. Now I think a good angle that I think they should do is I think they should make her vacate the title mm-hmm. and play it up. Like she's done. Done. Yeah. And then have her show up at the rumble. I was about to say, and, and especially and too, then Nia's like, ah, you know that type thing because they humanized Becky even when they released the video um, last week where it was you know Becky Lynch finding out the news that she wouldn't fight at Survivor Series and then how she had to tell her parents like hey they it's concussion you know hey I broke my my nose you know I don't know what the severity of it is but I'm not wrestling Sunday where you know it took her out of her being the man you know at that moment Mm -hmm. showed that real vulnerability where, you know, it broke my heart. You're like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, it is real life here for a second. Mm. You know, and, you know, if they build that up again, where she could still be the man when she does come back, I think you're 100% right. The Rumble is the best way for her to come. Don't ever come back a week before TLC. Don't ever come back during the <laughs> TLC match. Maybe on the, the Tron or something. But, yeah, maybe that that's you build her up. Like, oh, she's coming back. Her career was, you know, thought to be over. But the championship and her hatred of, you know, Rousey and Jax, you know, then can catapult her even bigger than where she was uh, before uh, two Mondays ago. Oh, excuse me. There's a, um, there's a sound clip that I was, I was debating about playing on the air, but I, I probably won't because I think, it's, I think it, there's an F-bomb or two in there. But um, the whole um, – I still, I still, after re- getting it rewatched, I still don't like that they had her hug Charlotte. That's still oh, me off. I love it. Did and especially after the Survivor Series match, I thought it meant even more the Survivor Series that match, she did it. He, so, but once again, here's my thing: is I trust you. I know who you are. You're my best friend. Yes, I hate you at the moment. Again, that's what friends go but she didn't through. But you don't need to. You know their history. Even if you're the casualist of all Give WWE her a fans, say go in there and take care of business and leave. Hey, like they always say, brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got to hug. It's the same thing with sisterhood. Yeah. I mean, it's that means more. I but, mean, and that's more powerful, I think, than a handshake. But doesn't this doesn't this kind of tie into the pick an avenue? No, because again, you if you know who these women are, you know how important their history is. From Charlotte, you know, being, well, if you look at Charlotte in NXT to her today, you're like, who is that person? Um, You know, especially, you know, all of them, to be honest with you. But, you know, it just shows the evolution of both of them 
to them, you know, going to war literally with each other, you know, weeks before the announcement there uh, or a month before that, you know, for her to say, hey, we just literally almost murdered each other. Go, go at it. I know you got this. You know, I love you. I hate you, but get it done. So I, I totally, I, I think it's, it, it was a good spot. I, if, if they hadn't just got done doing what they did 12 days before that, mm-hmm. and it wasn't pro wrestling, like, and it, this, this, like, you're 100% correct with that's how friendship goes. Mm-hmm. 100% correct. But I'm still, my mind is still, this is pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. This isn't seventh heaven. <laughs> where you're mad about I know that, that you were with Davey and David or some you know, but I but if it's gonna be better for him and for you, I I'll stand by it and they hug or whatever. Like mm-hmm. dirty bitch, you know, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this is pro wrestling. And you have this, But she wasn't smiling and hugging her. She had that Becky Lynch but they like hugged, and then, she walked away, and everyone like even the crowd was like, uh, like it was, it just felt awkward. Uh, I and I and I once again, I get everything yeah. you're saying. You're mm-hmm. you're right. That's how real life goes. That's how friendship goes. Yeah. But this is pro. Then this tells me that I need to finally listen to Vince McMahon and realize that I'm not watching a wrestling show. I'm just watching an entertainment show because this is not pro wrestling, then because you're not. Like this is, I'm gonna play this clip that I recorded because okay. I, 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 I know what I'm trying to say, but it, it's not. I'm not saying it how I want to say it, and I recorded a clip that when I was and I was listening. I, I don't. I hope it's not long. I, I hope I just recorded part of it. Like I hope I went back and was like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but I was listening to something as I was doing something, and while I'm listening, to it, I'm like. By God, they're right. That's exactly what I'm. What I was saying. Mm-hmm. Like, we we ordered for, there we for go. Ha- All right. Like, why did they have? Like, we we ordered for for Halloween. We ordered. Um, oh, hold on. Do you, remember, do you remember the '90s game show? Legends. Well, like I said, I'm, like, I was listening to something. I apologize, people. Yeah, why not? Of course, you're gonna give it to me free. But yeah. <laughs> I. Couldn't care less how much money Jeff Bezos has in his bank. Okay, and like like you were saying, like Vince McMahon is saying, this is an entertainment show. I mean, I'm sure when Steen and Generico went through their qualms and then teamed up again and hugged, which we saw them as Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens do as well, whether it was NXT or on year. Yeah, but I mean, it's still the same thing. Here we go. This is it. The hug was utterly ridiculous. I don't know where you stand on the hug. The, uh, oh, it was, it was terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. I, I, and again, this is no longer pro wrestling. I don't know what this is. Um, they can call it sports entertainment, but the hug is ridiculous. Who could ever forget, Rich, um, a scant 11 days after Magnum TA tried to pry Tully Blanchard's eye out with a broken piece of wood in the I Quit match where they hugged it out? And, uh, and, and I mean, it, it just, it's just stupid. You know, it's a blood feud. Between Becky Lynch and Charlotte, if Becky wants to give her spot in the match to Charlotte because she respects her ability and all that, that's fine. But how about a firm handshake and a and a tug and staring her in the eye? Or how about she's upset that Charlotte backs her way into the match again? 
a fucking hug. I mean, it just And you said the firm handshake and then just say, like, you know, go kick her ass, but then know that I'm here waiting for you when you're, when you're you done or whatever. That. And then, yeah, just the whole way and just kind of a little push. Like, that's what we want. We want conflict. Like, that's what we're watching this for is conflict. I'm not watching this for people that, that, that love each other. You know what I mean? Like, you both wear I, a blue shirt. Care. I mean, that, that takes precedent over this blood feud that you just had where you tried to maim and kill each other. I mean, again, can you just help us suspend our disbelief for 10 fucking minutes after the feud ends? That that's that's where I was going with my what I was trying to say yeah. was well no it was legitimately that but I I would say the thing with that though is they back themselves or book themselves into that because all of a sudden as they said they're disbelieving the feuds from what just happened two weeks before Survivor Series hype like they said this is its own separate entity which I think is stupid <laughs> to begin with because what the hell does brand supremacy mean does everyone get a million dollar bonus in their checks. <laughs> Like, that would make more sense. And, and again, as I'm texting you, what is this brand supremacy? Let me say this real quick, but then keep going. Is That's a whole other show that we could very well have of just another stupid... I didn't even think about... Like, what what are we gaining from... If if I'm on Raw and I just swept SmackDown, what did I gain? You just opened up a whole new can of worms. So, I mean, that's where, again, I get, yeah, they just went to war. But again, if you've ever been into a fight with a friend where you're just like, well, you know, blank off, blank you, you know, this and that. And then weeks later, hey, I'm sorry. What's the first thing you do, male or female? I don't know about females. Males, you hug. You shake hands, you hug. That's about but, it. Like I love and weak. respect you. That's fine. Again, it, well, they had a show that in four days. So, I mean, you had to do something. I mean, it's it, again, it's just more so their history. That I, I was like, I get it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I think that was the right thing to do. Not the hug in generally, but picking her. Agreed. But again, the the aspect of, you know, I'm you know the hug. I also took as like, okay, I'm watching you. Mm. You know, if you win, that's good for us. But hey, this is we still have unfinished business. Agree. And like I said, I like Lanza said. You know, I don't think it was the end of the year. If that's taking it way too much, you know, into anything, where I thought it was just more of a, a symbolic type of gesture with these two, since they have come up. From day one until you know that that incredible match uh, a few weeks before, and and a hundred percent like like I said, I agree with I agree with both parties. Mm-hmm. You know, both I think both both ends of the spectrum are are correct. Uh-huh. But it it just I tie it back to exactly that Lana tweet. Yeah, pick an avenue and just stick with it, and that's that's the only thing that bothered me about it. Now. I have no idea where they're going to go with this angle. Uh-huh. And I like, I went four stars on Ronda Charlotte, but I went five on the aftermath. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. So I don't know where this goes from there, tying it into that, which I thought was incredible. Yeah. The beatdown. I don't know. Like, I have no idea how this is going to play off. I didn't watch SmackDown last week. You know, uh, we don't need, That's a whole other show in itself, too. <laughs> So like, well, I, the one time I drew a bully ran anything in a long time, which we'll get into once we so it's talk like, after this show, so, meaning Survivor Series. So then that means they didn't even yeah uh, say anything about why they did exactly. Oh and god, that's why yeah. You spare your heart attack because I almost threw my TV out of my my new house. <laughs> I was dumbfounded. I was Ryan Cook four weeks ago. <laughs> Where I was like, who booked this ish? <laughs> and it'd be like, 
I mean, at least Rousey's was okay on Monday with her. <laughs> with her very loud, fast, uh, fast rants. Her fast promo. <laughs> I'm gonna get everything out of this because of you. Yeah, it was. Like, and then she came out and was just she was so angry she got beat up. She had to beat somebody up. <laughs> God damn it, man! But then we got a dream match: Shinsuke Nakamura, the U.S. <laughs> champion, uh, battling Seth Rollins, the Raw Intercontinental Champion. Um, a, I thought it was kind of cringeworthy that they played a burned it down in Los Angeles uh, during those fires. Um, Should we go to edit? <laughs> but uh, just like AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nagamura at WrestleMania, uh, this match was a little underwhelming. I was really looking, as we talked last week, I was like, wow, this match could... You know, steal the show. You know, mm-hmm. this could, this is a, every wrestler's wet dream. You know, of the the modern you know era. Um, and I like heel Shinsuke. I, I think it's fantastic, but it just it seemed like it just never picked up. Like it seemed like oh we're gonna fire on all cylinders now. We're gonna get to it, and then just nothing. And then all of a sudden it was like all right, here's the curb stop. Silver. <laughs> like I was like, well, just make it a raw TV match then, and make it like a fifteen minute match. You don't mm-hmm. have to exceed the twenty minute, you know, limit there. But I, uh, I, I got nothing out of this match. I was severely disappointed, <laughs> as much as I wanted to enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, and I watched this twice, but I, I just, it did nothing for me. Um, I, I love the fact that. WWE, make sure you know everything's going on mm-hmm. for as much as they don't want you to know that SmackDown won <laughs> and they completely <laughs> omit that from 20 minutes earlier. Yep. They make sure that everybody on Raw has red on it. Everyone on SmackDown has blue on. Yeah. So in case you've never seen Blue Ske Nakamura like Blue Tista, <laughs> we got a Blue Nakamura. Hey, his track fit was on point. <laughs> It was like it was like the it was like you know uh, Superfly Misty uh, Elliot's uh, the Rain video. It's kind of like that. And they were like, oh, we got a blue one, Misty. She's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm going for all black. And then all of a sudden, like WWE's costume department was like rummaging through stuff. So like the Superfly, what? And then Shinsuke's like, I want that. <laughs> like that was that outfit that he wore. But it could have been an ode to his love of surfing too. It was like Maybe. a wetsuit, you know. Yeah, it was kind of like a wetsuit when you yeah. say that. Yeah. Or an hockey man, you know, from uh, <laughs> from WCW and the Bureau of Revenge. Uh, speaking of uh, surfing, uh, there's a lot of water in this match. Oh, uh, man. Or lack thereof. Uh, Drake Maverick pissed himself, and it looked weird. Like He kept zooming in on his nether region. And they're all standing there watching him. Yeah. And the match isn't going on anymore. And... Do you, did, okay, let me ask you this first. Did he? Do you think he really? Did he really pee? I thought he had a wizenator. I thought he got in touch with a uh, former Viking, uh, not Orlando Hudson. That's not even a real person. Uh, who's it? Ontario Smith. Ontario Smith. <laughs> I, I was like, is he pressing a button? Like I kept yeah, looking I at his like, hands. I like, was, well, then the worst part was he did it in the middle. Yeah. And, and, and you know, this has been the most un PG show in the middle of the day we've ever done. So I don't care at this yeah. point. Um, but he kept grabbing his dick. <laughs> and pee, I, damn it, pee. I'm like, why does he keep squeezing his dick? 
Oh, here comes some little kids walking through my yard. Well, don't they make, like, <laughs> pee packs now? Better be ready that wild dog might be out there again. <laughs> like, couldn't you have, like, JoJo or the bellkeeper, like, have a button where it's, like, well, the pee button? Like, that's what I was trying to figure out. I'm like, okay, does he have something in his pocket? Yeah. Is he trying to, like, release, like, open something yeah, to, like, let yeah. liquid go down? And then it... Oh, God. It's, like, I'm just going to make sure nobody's calling in to complain. Yeah, that it's, was the most... Mine ass of a match. But always like squeezing and flicking at his at his groin. Which the camera's zooming in right there. <laughs> and then you see like three little spots. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, now it looks like he's doing something else. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, and then he then that Pete done. Then they go in the ring and then they get pinned. I want I want a star. It was a, you gave that a star? I oh, I went negative. I gave it one star just because of that Meltzer clip. <laughs> that's what I gave that atrocity. Oh, by the way, Drake uh, Drake Maverick is the shortest. Minus five stars. The shortest uh, man in history in 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 that company, I should say. My God, he looks so tiny. Compared no to to everybody. I was, I, like, went... who? I was like, what kid won this contest? <laughs> Walk AOP to the ring. The only reason I gave it a star too was because um, Cesaro's Euros were just ferocious. I, I love Cesaro. I love Sheamus. You don't need the Big Show. No. Stop it with the Big Show. I mean, I'm happy he's healthier now. You know, he lost all that weight. He's aberrific. Well, but what's no. the point of putting him? Like, what why are, are they putting him over? And why do they need a manager? Yeah. They don't. Why? And you, you mean to tell me... Big Show's not good on the mic. Yeah, Big Show's their mouth. Get the hell... Oh, my God. Big Show's only good for one... Uh, three things. Uh, doing multiple turns uh, within a year, within a <laughs> calendar year. Um, after said uh, injury... Or, you know, injuries per se are just hiatuses, but when he comes back, is it Skinny Big Show? Is it Puffy Big Show? <laughs> um, and the third one... Uh, essentially escaping death because I believe he did fall off a building and then wrestled like that night. Yeah, he beat Hulk Hogan. <laughs> After falling off like the giant, the most prolific building in Vegas. The Dungeon of Doom. It's <laughs> <laughs> Andre's shirts. Uh, that's still one of the funniest things and I love that you always bring that up because I always forget ever. about it. <laughs> So then I when know you, this shirt. When you bring it up, then I go, oh, I forgot about that. It makes me laugh every day. We were on a beach and everything. I remember that like it was yesterday. Um, but then we got into some wrestling after uh, after that thing. Yeah, Buddy Murphy defeats Mustafa Ali. Mm-hmm. That was an awesome match. Great match. Great Buddy, Buddy Murphy, I, I've always scoffed at the WWE 2K rankings. I was like, Who's this Lee and Murphy, you know, whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, Wesley Blake. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who are these jokers? And then finally, uh, I'm like, wow, I want to watch all this 205 Live stuff. Because I saw Murphy, obviously, at the Super Showdown, you know, yep. him winning the, 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 the uh, Cruiserweight title um, in his home country um, in Australia there. But uh, him and Mustafa Ali, which I talked a lot earlier this year, where I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, he's caught my eye. That guy is athletic as F. He has good ring awareness as well. Uh, he's safe, um, and he's got a good character. Um, and then you put these two in the ring. I kind of wish that they would have went a little bit more longer, um, which I thought they were going to do. But, uh, yeah, it was a freaking fantastic match. Yeah, it was And really that was, what, good. an hour and a half into the show. That, <laughs> that a good match. Well, and it's, it's one of those things, too, where, one, if you watch 205 Live, um, a lot of people say that 
this match isn't even the best. Like, on their level. Yeah, yeah, like there's better matches on that show that happen every week. Sometimes. True, yeah, yeah. And this match is tremendous. Yes. But um, if you look at Buddy Murphy, you know, he, was, he tagged with, with Wesley Blake. And when Bliss moved up to the roster, they kind of disbanded the team. And he was, you know, set to sail. Mm-hmm. Somebody must Full have sail. <laughs> Somebody decided to do something with them and give them one more shot and repackage them, yeah. and it worked. I mean, could that be because of Bliss too? Hey, I'd, I'd like to see my guy, you know, bring him up to Monday. No, because aren't they like weren't they engaged and then she broke up with him? Oh, I thought they were still together. No, I, Ooh, I don't think they're anymore. Wow. <laughs> Maybe they are. He is. He's an idiot. <laughs> Going to Ohio. <laughs> And you know, and it's one of those things too, where uh, this this part was a little ridiculous. I, I will admit that with some of the people, yeah, where they're like, it doesn't open. What's well, because you don't have the key? Because <laughs> he threw it in the crowd. <laughs> now, would you have went? Couldn't you just flip open that cage? Is it bolted to the ground? Oh, you do that, <laughs> and without losing, well, somebody can kick it. And, <laughs> Who's to say if you're Drake Maverick or Drake Maverick? God, War Machine's so good. Drake Wirtz, is that what they call him? Drake you Drake Younger. Younger, right? yeah. But um why not go out there and go, hey, who got the key? And yeah. go get it from the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I rather I, I would pop for that instead of a ten year old from the crowd winning yeah. gold on the grandest stage of them all. But you look at like uh God, the air on the street of there is so great. You look at the, the Buddy Murphy thing, and it's like, you know, they repackage guys like Leo Kruger and Adam uh, Adam yep. Rose and things like that, and it doesn't work. And they're gone. Yeah. This looks like it's working. Oh, God. And yeah. I think this is going to, he's going to be around for a little bit because of this. The man that Alex now gets. <laughs> uh, a match of that I didn't get. Uh, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Oh, my God. Which, by the way, Team Raw is undefeated up to this point. Uh, 4-0, not 4-1. Um, Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, Dolph Ziggler, Finn Balor, and Bobby Lashley um, with uh, Team Captain Baron Corbin on the outside, Battle Team SmackDown, The Miz, Jeff Hardy, Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe, who, my God, I cannot wait uh, to hear about the future of Samoa Joe and his company, and Shane McMahon. Uh, before we get into this match, I would say, though, the best thing besides Buddy Murphy and Mustafa Ali so far in this show was our truth and kind of in the yeah. back. Got up in the Miz that was doing the pep talk for Team SmackDown and our truth was like, yeah, like, yeah, woo. And then they're like, you're not a part of this team. It's like, yeah, let's go win. Like, that was, that was pretty I want to be a part of the show. He's like, you're already on the roster. Oh, well, okay then. And then he leaves because he doesn't even know he's employed. This is way more. Them boys are raw, way too dysfunctional anyway. He just leaves. Uh, that was still my favorite too. Is when he was just randomly in the raw locker room. Yeah, they're like, yeah. "What are you doing?" And he's like, "We go weird. You're on SmackDown." Oh, it's it's just like on that old intro when I kept playing the the truth clip stuff. Yep, yeah. You know, I'm going to win the world or the money in the bank. And truth, you're not even in the match. That's my bad. And he leaves. <laughs> God, he's no him and Carmella. I'm, I'm loving because the dance break thing, and people think it's stupid. As I just, you know, bitched about the comedy wrestling styles of the the blonde naked wrestler uh, from DDT, 
and Shoko Nino. But like I, I, that works for me. I don't know why because it's so absurd. You know, and, and it brings Carmella. It, it still keeps her into you know the the not limelight I guess, but the spotlight. You know, it still keeps her in there because I still think she has a lot to offer. Because, you know, she's not going to be one that, you know, she has improved, I think, in the ring, you know, with what she, where she was two years ago, you and know, to even a year. In, in, you know, uh, did she defeat Truce in that number one contender match to face Nakamura? Because he's like, I got to beat Carmella. <laughs> Another Truce thing. That was amazing. Um, but my only, con- my only confusion was how she just suddenly became a baby face. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, she's a true dance break. But yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Like, man. I'm like, well, wait a minute, she was just just such a conniving. But isn't that almost all girls from Staten Island? Oh, kidding. <laughs> I thought you were going to say all angles in WWE. Yeah, we'll go with that one. I, I like, oh, I must have missed a SmackDown when she turned. Speaking of <laughs> angles in WWE, uh, the Samoan bulldozer, oh, the my. Samoan submission machine, uh Oh, my gosh. Starts off, uh, you know, against Team Raw. You're thinking Joe and, and of course, uh, you know, um, Drew McIntyre. This is going to be awesome. Then what happens? <laughs> what um, the F happened? Um, I'm going to, if I if I can find this, I'm going to actually pull up the exact message. Uh, Demetrius was at this show. Um um, so the, the text thread went, um, I said, I just finished this tag match with the bar and that finishes why this company blows. <laughs> he said, match wasn't that great in general. I said, agreed. They spent 10 minutes watching dude piss himself. <laughs> right. Wow. Joe less than five seconds. Expletive this company. Yeah. <laughs> That was that was how it went. I almost turned it off too because I was like, why and what? <laughs> why? And then my second thing was like, is Shane McMahon either a gonna win this <coughs> because the the keep up with the best oh my gosh. in the world, or b he's going to be the last one eliminated? When it was down to Shane versus Braun, yeah. Lashley and McIntyre, I looked at Isaiah because he was over here because we were watching football that night. I said, I swear to God, if Shane eliminates any of them. <laughs> I'm never gonna watch this again. And and Isaiah kinda of laughed. He's like, You'd never watch this. I said, Look, you'd be surprised how much I don't watch this anymore after like it's like I told you the other day, I feel like a recovering heroin addict. Yeah, yeah. Like I I have um I have a coin that says I've gone twenty weeks without <laughs> watching Raw or whatever. <laughs> you know, like that's like my sobriety badge. And like that's how I felt. Like I was like, oh. I don't I I will have no reason to turn this on. Yeah. Aside from pay per views, so we can review them on this show for people that like listening to us talk about WWE. If Shane McMahon eliminates any of them three, he shouldn't beat one. And thankfully he didn't. Yeah. But what the hell was the point of having that? Ha- and why did Lashley have to survive? Yeah. What. Well- uh, a, I thought he was hurt. I thought he was going to have surgery pretty soon. Yeah, and he's B, too injured. They work him more than they did more before. Than, yeah, exactly. God. Is this a push Leo Rush? I mean, at least they toned him down a little bit. Well, if you remember, they, I found a spoiler that said, since Braun can't hit Corbin, expect him to throw Leo uh, Rush into Bobby Lashley in a backstage segment. Yeah. That was a posted spoiler on a dirt sheet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, I... I and usually I've liked these Raw versus SmackDown, you know, matches. You know, well, when the wrestlers get their whole entire, or attire, you know, on point, I should say. 
Um, you know, shout out to last year. But besides that, you know, I've liked them the last couple of years. You know, they've been fun. They've had, you know, like, uh, you know, they, they've extended storylines, you know, heading into the following year. But this just did nothing. Like, it was just so flipping pointless <laughs> where you're like, well, what area is Braun going to be in? Because he just, you know, power slam. You know, it's just like, okay, well, is he a, a villainous, you know, monster of a heel? Or, you know, is he still going to pull out 10-year-olds and, and yell, get these hands? You know, which which big show are we getting this week, 2.0? <laughs> but, you know, my, you know, my thing with that was, you know, Miz, Hardy, Rey Mysterio, and Samoa Joe, this could have been epic. Like, the, the one, what was it, two years ago? Two years ago. Last year was kind of a dud, yeah. too, because that was the... Casino was running the wrong attire. And, and Triple H pedigreed angle, yeah. and then had, like... Shane was, like, the last one last was, year, too. Yeah. Oh damn it, man! <laughs> ah, I'm so irritated. <laughs> I'm annihilating this pen right now. Um, but yeah, no, two years ago, because that was the one with the uh, the Roman spear on Shane, mm-hmm. and Orton like ran out and told Shane's kids he's okay. Oh, but yeah. it was like just a crazy cluster of it. Orton and Wyatt were like the last two left, <laughs> which, as bad as that may sound, was actually kind of mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, this match was a nothing match. I gave it two stars. I mean, it was... It was um, <laughs> then, like I said, I went four and a half. Charlotte beat Ron, or Charlotte DQ'd against Ronda. Um, I couldn't believe the beatdown. Oh, my gosh, how vicious it was. And the kendo stick. I think it looked a lot... I don't want to say it looked worse than normal, mm-hmm. but I think part of it is you know, you remember when Daniel Bryan came back from the Rumble, mm-hmm. or came back and at the Greatest Royal Rumble ever, Roderick Strong, like, lit him up with those chops, yeah. and they kept him off a of TV from it? You know, when you don't take the beating for a while, your body's not used to it, and your body bruises a lot easier because it's not tough, oh, you yeah, know? Yeah. So I think a lot of it was, I don't think she's ever, you know, she's never been beaten by a kennel stick like that. <laughs> you know, so every hit that she took her body bruised from. Yes. I mean, she like three straight shots. Like she, she cut her off her on the apron with, with a shot to the ribs and she immediately had a giant welt on her rib cage. And then she hit her in like the hip, just swinging it. She immediately had a welt on her hip. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you look at a normal match and they don't, the bodies don't do that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not saying it That's wasn't good. Yeah. I didn't even really think about that aspect. That's you a know, really it, good point to bring to that. Daniel yeah. Bryan hadn't been chopped in five years. <laughs> And then Roderick Strong got in there, and he... Looking like a pound of ground beef. Yeah, he looked like Ilya Dragunov against the altar, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and that's... So I think part of it was just that, you know? And, but I think the good part was it made it look so much more brutal. Mm-hmm. Like her chest from the chops even yeah. before where she was tore up everywhere. Yeah. And, it, and to her credit, man, she took it. Oh God, yeah. And you know, you, yeah, I was about to ask you, like, did you get the feeling? And she was like, just let it all on me. Do you think? I, I like, could, let's run with this. Yeah, I mean, if if Ronda's is playing ball as much as she, everyone says she's going to. Yeah. She probably was like, look, just let's get it over. Yeah. You know, and I I know it's a much different beating, but she's got to have somewhat of a high pain tolerance for what for from doing all the MMA oh, true, and judo. True, yeah. You know, think of how many times she bro- might have broken a finger punching something, you know. Or how many of Holly Holmes' you know, <laughs> nightmares yeah. she's had. Yeah, she, if, if she probably couldn't eat for a week, that was probably way worse than this. Yeah. 
You know, I, I mean, so it's one of those things where I'm sure she's like, just lay it in. I can take a beating, mm-hmm. you know. It's it's not, you know, I'm not I'm not a little Barbie girl. <laughs> and Charlotte laid it in there, and it looked great. Oh, and then they God. didn't give us anything. And then they didn't pay it off. It's the only thing that, that sucks about it all. Is there's no payoff on, on either oh, show. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, yes. I mean, but but again, I think it's more so they're all leaning towards, you know, hopefully January February, March, and then, like I said, they they have women's programs set up for the whole second, yeah. you know, third and fourth quarters of 2019. You know, we, we, they they'd be stupid here's, not to do the horse women thing now. Here's a thought: you don't even have to do the full horse women where you because right now to do the full horse women you have to intertwine three brands. Yeah, you got because you got to get red playing with blue. Fox says they don't want any raw people on True. SmackDown. Yeah. They want USA to have their own thing, and we want our own roster. You know they want they want nothing set nothing they just want their own thing. Man, what Survivor Series is going to be next year? Uh, Chicago. <laughs> no, what is it going? Oh, to Oh yeah, be, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. And like, oh no, it'll be, be. Oh no, it'll already start. Fox would already have started yeah, then, like, yeah, a, yeah, like yeah. a month before. Yep, yep. But what you could do, <clears throat> if you want to be stubborn WWE, and you just you're going to full on keep trying to make us think Becky Lynch is the heel. And if you're establishing something like that with Charlotte, have Baszler come up and tag with Rousey, mm-hmm. and you could you could interpromotional the two of those. Yeah, you don't have to touch Bailey and Sasha because they have nothing to do with Charlotte and Becky. And keep them away. Ooh. You don't need to rush Duke and uh, Marina Schaefer. They're gonna tease it though at the Rumble. They have. To, yeah, right? and I'm Even sure all, they yeah, will. Yeah, they but like a little something. You know, why not have Becky and, and Charlotte keep getting a comeuppance on Ronda? Mm-hmm. And Ronda goes, all right, I'll, I got backup. Mm-hmm. And then Baszler comes out. And I know it's not going to make – Baszler's not as big as Rousey, probably not as big as the other two just because she's an NXT talent. Mm-hmm. But the NXT – the people that know the NXT are going to go, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's going to get whooped yeah. right now. Because yeah. Shayna Baszler, this is the best – no offense to Rhonda, yeah. but she is the baddest chick in this company. <laughs> Sorry to the man, too. Nothing against yeah. Becky, but, I mean, every time Shayna Baylor's on TV, it's like, man. I got to watch. Yeah. I have to see what she's going to do. And if she comes and and if they show her coming from the back, like the MMA fight entrance oh, type thing, man. and she's got her, and she's ripping her towel around her neck, and she comes out, and you see Rhonda just shaking her head, and that's when you finally have Becky go, Okay, hold on. <laughs> you know, and now you can get all, all the people to go, oh, I don't like that she's scared. Yeah. You know, boo, you, we're behind you. You know, and you, I mean, you could the cowardly try, to, try to salvage it. Mm-hmm. And I, I tell you, I'd like to see Baszler and Rousey against Charlotte and Becky. That's a, that's a damn special attraction match that I would not mind to see either. And it's simple where you don't have to, you don't have to put in two green do green wrestlers and bringing two people over. Yes, Rousey's on Raw, so it's different than the SmackDown. But eventually, I think they want to get. They're going to want to get Rousey on SmackDown for Fox. Mm-hmm. I think Fox is going to want her. Yeah. Especially if Cormier is going to be doing commentary, they're going to have the UFC tie. Um, I mean, you could easily bring it over, and you have less pieces to to make it a little easier to try to work than jumbling eight bodies into an angle. Mm-hmm. You know, just just the thought, but. Yeah, it was, and the match was the match was pretty good too. 
Like, I was really into that yeah, match. I mean, I thought Charlotte, I mean, I, I'm sure they, they probably, you know, worked that match out for the remainder of that week as well as they should have. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I thought they both looked great. And, and in a way, what I liked, too, is it didn't get that finish that they wanted. People weren't sympathizing with Rousey. It was, in a way, like a minimal light double turn where people were cheering for Charlotte mm-hmm. again. Because that was the Charlotte of 2016, you know, beginning of 2017, where everyone was like, oh, she is the best. That you was know, the Charlotte included. getting yeah. the Becky revenge. Yeah, I mean, that was just, uh, you know, everyone just was, was on their best in that match, um, and, and including that, that post-match. So, um, again, the audience didn't do what they were supposed to do, and I liked Ronda looking back, kind of disgusted, like, well, where's... You know, where's my crowd? You know, where's mm. my band? Um, so, again, that, you know, it was, again, in a weird way, they can use that in the future. I'm like, you weren't there for me, you know, in, in Los Angeles, my hometown, where I trained, where I, you mm. know, did all this for you guys, and you're cheering for her beating me up? You know, like, there, there's so much that they can do down the it, line where I think was great about that. And I think that. if she wasn't in year one, cash cow, they know that this is their moneymaker yeah, now. Yeah that this is their Lesnar now, essentially, mm-hmm. for yeah. money. Um, I think they they might have done something. I think they had an opportunity to just, you can't do it yet, yeah, like you no, said. No. But, yeah, I mean, there was 100% of an opportunity for them to just. And, yeah, I'm not saying turn, turn everyone heel, but, you know, it's just for the fact that, you know, during, at that moment, you know, they, they can plant something for, you know. <laughs> it's like Rowdy being, you know, or Rowdy. 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 Uh, <laughs> Getting you know the 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 um the undisputed era band yeah we're like, disputing no, no, with no. them before yeah. that yeah he's like no 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 and then you know months later he's the one to to replace yeah. Bobby Fish. he he's the one who superplexed Adam Cole at last year's War Games yeah, yeah. off of the the freaking cage mm-hmm. when he was with AOP wearing the whole garb <laughs> but no I, I I thought both of them uh this this was I mean this wasn't a a five star obviously with the DQ. But yeah, no, this was a, a, I would say a match where I was glued to my TV because I was happy with what was going on. And that was even as for the wrestling match. And, and to be fair, once again, like I said, I went four and a half because for once the DQ didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, dang, but I get it. Okay, she's still going. Mm-hmm. Oh, she, she is walking her dry. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Then she comes back in and does the natural selection on the belt. Yep, on the, the belt. The second yeah. the belt was sitting there and she was leaning forward, I went, oh, she's coming back in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> she's coming right back in the ring. Like, I, I know what's going to happen here. And it, and it it was good. It was really good. It was really, really good. And I'll tell you what, that was the that was the best match I'm, I think Charles had. Ever? I think it's up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I really I, do. this was definitely a return to form. Because I think it's going to be great. I, it's going to be hard for me to say, but I, I think it was better than the Sasha stuff because she. Okay, I'm, I'd say this. In, let me let me say this in two different spectrums. Yes. The 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 Sasha Charlotte I quit match that where she that I had yep. my match of the year. That match was tremendous. Probably better than this match. But the difference with this match is she had green Ronda Rousey and took it to this level. Mm-hmm. It's it's one thing when you got arguably the best wrestler in the company for the women, Sasha, with you. And you, you can 
you can you dance with right. her. Yeah, yeah. Or she, you know, which we had suspected maybe she carried Charlotte a little bit. <laughs> you know, even Charlotte hinted that I wish I would have been better for Sasha. Yes, yeah. But this was Charlotte legit leading the charge, mm-hmm. and it was tremendous. It was her time to lead. And that's why I think when you put it in that spectrum, the whole, you know, if it's off of, graded off of five categories, I think it was her best match mm-hmm. because of her performance of what she did. That confidence was back. Mm-hmm. Where it's, it seems like it's been missing a lot. And she, I think she knew that. She knew that I need to... I need to she was skating, it seemed like, a mm-hmm. lot of this year. Just like, hey, I'm me. You know, yep. like She b- believed the hype. You mm-hmm. know, where then... She was getting those matches where it's like, oh, you know, what am I going to do? I'm getting flack. You know, I'm not everyone's favorite anymore. Yeah, you know? and, and I think she was, she was, she kind of sucked for a while. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't, I, I wasn't like, oh, cool, Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> but this was like, I'm watching this going, man, this was, this is up there with those Sasha matches. Mm-hmm. But the difference is she let it and brought Rousey. And, and Rousey would probably be the first one to say, oh, yeah, that was all her carrying mm-hmm. that match. And I said this thing to yeah. Isaiah too, when um, he goes, he goes, this match looks like they planned a lot. Mm-hmm. And I said, to be fair, the, from what I've heard is, since you know the Saturday before, a week before this or whatever, um, Charlotte had been in Florida with Rousey at the PC. Okay. And they've been plan, they've been working the same match for a week, planning the match out. And and he goes, well. Is it that bad? I said, no, to be honest with you, I'm not somebody who's going to judge that. I understand the art of calling a match and telling a story. Mm-hmm. But in a certain situation, they play on their whole match, and it was great. Yeah. Randy Savage would fly exactly. people to his yeah. house to yeah. plan a whole match out. Nobody said anything about that. So for that reason, yeah, it was choreographed. And, yeah, they did play the whole thing. But Charlotte led that match. She said, okay, this is next. Mm-hmm. You know you know where we're going, Ronda. Yes, I do know where to go. And Ronda, being Ronda, is just a natural athlete. Yes. And, and it goes back to, once again, the MMA thing. The, you know, these MMA people are adapt so quick because they're used to the body movement and doing this stuff. And it just it felt to me like, like Charlotte, this was her... This was her um, her uh, her uh, her final performance. This was her, you know. You got one. You got one song at Woodstock, yeah. or you know, or when you were. You Honestly, were talking this about, is, this could have been like that. Hey, this is your WrestleMania tryout. This is your your. Hey, you remember you were supposed to main event WrestleMania with this match. Well, we're gonna see if you want to be inserted into Becky and and, and Ronda now. You know, this is your tryout for that. I think it was, you know, kind of in a way. It's inevitable. Yes, we want the one-on-one, but, I mean, she kind of has. Yeah, I'd rather see Charlotte Ronda at the Rumble more so than anything. So if they do Charlotte, Becky, Ronda, how do you tell that story then? Does Charlotte just beat them both up? Like, that's the hard part. That's why. Because then, I mean, at least then you have, you know, Becky and or Charlotte be the fall and that it doesn't really then why did they embrace it before survivor series because that was six months before wrestlemania and then people will forget that see it all ties back <laughs> to the company just makes 
decisions. It's because again, Donald. unfinished business. Yes, the hug was there, but it's still unfinished business. From hey, I had to go. Like otherwise, yeah. we'd be continuing this. Agree. Into TLC, where they would have probably it's, a wow. That would have been a great blow. It's off like match. um. <laughs> Oh, what the hell was it? It's like it was like the Treehouse of Horrors, where they go back in time and you make sure you don't step <laughs> yeah. on. Any, that's what it feels like is happening. Yeah. Like, they did this and then this happens because they did that. Oh, we can't. We can try to correct it, but then we did this and then that's <laughs> it. That's why, like. Well, that's WWE created for the last. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you don't have a watch because you'll never be able to tell how that was. But that's exactly why I agree with you. I think it's going to be a three-way. I think it's going to be Nia. Uh, no, I think they get that out of the way. I think that will be your punishment. If there is one for whatever silly backstage, you, you know, rumor that there is, I'd be pissed two. off. I, I re- and then she takes the fall so Becky doesn't have to get banned. No. I don't think she's ready. I, I no, was mad not. that she was inserted into the, in, when they made it a four-way this year. We knew she wasn't was ready when she didn't know how to do a shoulder breaker. After she called a shoulder breaker in the ring, it looked like. Be a star, man. Be a star. She's, <laughs> she's the female Big Show next to Tamina. But she's not Big or a show. She's like the female Great Kali, man. <laughs> uh, Rock Lesnar, Daniel Bryan made WrestleMania. Oh, this wasn't WrestleMania. <laughs> um, just like last year in Survivor Series, they changed up at the very end. Yes, um, yes. Which, Which I blew your mind off with that revelation. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, they Jinder Mahal there when I knew that they called that as the championship match. I, yeah, I was like, what do you mean Jinder? And then I remember, like, oh, my God, that's right. It was supposed to be Jinder and Lesnar. Yeah. Oh, God. This match was, I wouldn't, I'll say that I went three and a half on this match. And I know that sounds low. Yeah. I say that because the first ten minutes of the match, I was at, like, a star and a quarter. The last ten, I was at like four and a half. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Let's rewind to last year's WrestleCast Radio around post Survivor Series, and it was the exact same thing. Because it was the same. It was the exact same match as the AJ Styles match. Started off slow. Lesnar's dominant. You know, he's getting. He's doing his best Walter impersonation there. Um, and then you know, Daniel Bryan gets the swift Rochambeau right to him, which then changes the complexity of the match. Where Styles last year, you know, he, they were fighting on the outside, and he, you know, stymied Lesnar, and then you know, hit him against the guardrail, and then that's what turned that match. So you know, it had its its light, you know, like similarities in that aspect. But it was just so damn cool to see Daniel Bryan still just fighting off mm-hmm. the fans and people like starting to boo that, you know, not doing the Becky Lynch was like, yeah, we're still cheering you, but he was just like, no, I don't want this, you know, and he was like. Yes, and he's like, no, and then didn't even do no-nos. He just walked to the ring with the biggest belt, I would say, probably on anyone. <laughs> but, hey, at least he's wearing the belt. I, I hope. Or the title, I apologize. That's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, I hope that um, this isn't Daniel Bryan becomes coward Daniel Bryan like he was against Sheamus. Oh, yeah, Mark no. Henry. Like, I hope if they keep this Daniel Bryan... With that smirk at the end when he walks out after losing, eating an F5, um, no, I think this is and that's ROH because, Daniel. Like Brian I Daniels said to you thing. yesterday, this is the biggest, lay, easiest layup, and they missed it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is Markel Fultz pump taking a free throw bad. They screwed <laughs> this up almost. Um, 
And I, I, I love the fire. I love the way that they went. I, I, yeah. Brock Lesnar had footprints on his face mm-hmm. from getting stomped. Um, something about the AJ Lesnar match I just liked more. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was just AJ's offense and the way it was going. And AJ was in the groove of things, you know. And um, I agree. I, I prefer these styles, Lesnar match. But this, but it, but it, no means against it. Nothing wrong with it. I just. It, it won't sniff my top ten like the like the Styles one yeah. did, but kudos because you could tell when Lesnar liked somebody or not. And Lesnar cared in this match, you know, like I, like I were watching it earlier, and I was like, the first viewing it was annoying where you know Lesnar or uh, Daniel would hit the knee and then Lesnar would sit in the position right away or roll in the position for the pin. I'm like, oh, but then watching it again today, I was like, oh no, that means he cares. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants it to look good, even though he's just a big beast. You know, moving, so it's obvious that he's, you know, turning, yeah. but I, you know, I, I thought, you know, they got there, you know, in the 20 minutes, you know, it, it was something that was, was great for both characters. I like, you know, Paula Heyman doing the, oh my gosh, you know, multiple <laughs> times where you thought Daniel Bryan might have gotten the win, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I thought, you know, the, the suspense of disbelief was there, where you're like, oh crap, Daniel Bryan could win this thing, but... Yeah, there was a second. I thought he was. I was like, oh, I was like, if he hits another knee, he's good. And then he catches the knee and at five, and then boom. Yep. I was like, okay, that's dope. That's dope. But I thought, yeah, I I definitely enjoyed the the suplexes. Like you said, you know, Danny Bryan's going to take him. He's a wrestler when it's all said and down to it. He's not going to say, go easy on me. You know, he wants the challenge. He wants to make sure his neck and everything is well, up he, to it. He probably knows it is yeah, now yeah. after someone else throw. <laughs> but yeah. He was throwing him around. There was a couple that I, I'm not going to lie, I, I, what I bitched about back in May or in March with everyone going, they better not punch him in the face like they did a SmackDown, <laughs> Kevin Owens. Yeah. Like when I was like, you people are idiots. They're pro wrestlers. I cringed a couple <laughs> times. I'm not going to lie. I will pot calling the kettle black. That's my bad. But there was a couple when I was like, <laughs> Boy, my goodness. <laughs> oh man but i mean yes it was weird because we've always said this year and you know especially when they went the four hour merging of both shows uh for their pay-per-views uh, it usually starts off where 60 the first 60 70 percent of the show is awesome we're like oh man and then they you know they shit the bed where it just seemed like this one, it was like they shit the bed early on, and then it was like the final two matches, like, all righty. And then, of course, the Cruiserweight match in the middle, you're like, okay, at least we got something in between, you know, before the two main events. But, I mean, lackluster show, minus the the first couple of matches, or the last two matches, and, of course, Buddy uh, Buddy Murphy. You know, the stuff that hit, hit really well. It's just, yeah. There was a lot of really, like, oh, God. But it wasn't a chore. Like, usually these yeah. shows are a Agreed. chore. Um, but I think it was just more so of me, and I didn't see it live. You know, I, I you know, I had to wait till the Tuesday, I think, to watch, or no, Monday, I watched it. Um, but yeah, being off the internet, that was harder than than sitting through this this show. <laughs> well, our our crude joke of skipping DDT would have happened if we went to went to DDT. Because <laughs> I'm looking and we're at 215 block talk hasn't kicked us. Probably, we're probably yeah. going to be booted pretty quick. So how about this, Ryan? We uh, we come back in a few days. Yes, we will be back here at uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash strong style media. Also find us uh, strong style media and a WrestleCast radio, uh, iTunes, Google Play. Stitcher and our new home on Spotify. Thank you to the Spotify listeners out there. Strong Style Media. Uh, don't forget Twitter at uh, WrestleCast 
underscore SSM, uh, Facebook, WrestleCast Radio, as well as Strong Style Media. Give us some likes, give us some reviews, please. Any and everything positive, negative is always grateful to have. Um, but yeah, we're going to be back. We're going to talk a takeover. Uh, best show of the year? Um, I would say it's pretty damn close. Uh, rewatching this again, kind of doing the show today, uh, definitely piqued my interest. Of man, gosh, this I could watch this every week. Um, and also we got Joey Janela's uh, L.A. Confidential, um, and of course Progress at Chapter Seventy Nine, Seventy Eight. There, Seventy Nine is uh, today. Today, right now, it's probably going on. <laughs> Those cheeky blokes. Um, <laughs> but no, we'll, we'll, we'll talk some uh, some Marga Haskins Valter uh, for the uh, the Progress uh, Championship, and uh, dare I say, uh, one of the the best. Uh, what's his gimmick's name? Um, Trent Seven. Uh, I, I thought a, a great pre match <laughs> with Zach Gibson, and and just makes me love Zach Gibson more and more. So we're gonna talk some Takeover. We're gonna talk. Some progress, 78. Also, again, some Joey Janela, GCW, especially. We'll talk about what's new for them. Maybe we'll sneak in some New Japan. Um, Ryan, you want to get into the tag league yeah, a still, little bit here? I got to still watch some. Because, I mean, what, what have you been kind of hearing, you know, from, from your New Japan if, uh, spies out it, there? It's one of those, if you have to watch anything, watch this one match and skip the rest of it. <laughs> So maybe we'll watch one or two matches. Uh, we got some DDT. We might, you know, throw another uh, yeah. DDT review in there too. So uh, probably definitely little... got to check out yesterday. Or I still want to check out. You have the other one from, from this Friday. weekend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or Saturday, excuse me. And we we just we just watched. Oh movie. no, Lars Sullivan's on the TV. Um, don't tweet Lars Sullivan. <laughs> Go back in time and don't tweet in 2011. Now that's one of those things where if we would have had news and notes, we'd have talked about Lars Sullivan for, for half minutes, an hour. Yeah. In 90 minutes, you're probably right more right than I am. Um, we also Bola. Oh, yeah, Doug, the reason why I am in Woodbury <laughs> right now. Um, yeah, we got to talk Bola 2018. Yeah, it happened a few, about a little over a month ago, but uh, fantastic action. So yeah, that's one of those where we can kind of combine it all into one like we've done tournaments, yeah. you know, and just kind of talk it up a little bit. It's going to be like that that tag gauntlet at DDT. It's just going to be fast-paced, boom, 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 <laughs> just like that. So we got a bunch of good fun. We'll be back later this week, as Alex said. Uh, for all y'all listening, Thank y'all. And by the way, if you're going to watch Progress 678, uh, there's, there's a surprise at my match tonight. I bet some of y'all Ooh, won't expect. Ooh, interesting. Russellcast Radio. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.